Hare Krishna. Welcome to this episode of Bhagavad Gita. Today's verse is chapter 4, verse 13. The subject is Varnashram system, the scientific categorization of human society. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Ajnanati Mirandhasya Gyananjana Shalakaya. Chakshurun Militam Yena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Shri Chaitanya Mano Bhishtam Sthapitam Yena Bhutale Swayam Rupahakadamahyam Dadatisvapadantikam Vandeham Shri Guru Shri Yutapadakamalam Shri Gurun Vaishnavamscha Shri Rupam Sagrajatam Sahagana Raghunathanvitam Tamsajivam Sadvaitam Savadhutam Parijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Shri Radha Krishna Padan Sahagana Lalita Shri Vishakhan Mitamscha He Krishna Karuna Sindho Dina Bandho Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namostute Tapta Kanchana Gaurangi Radhe Vrindavaneshwari Vrishabhanu Sute Devi Pranamami Haripriye Vanchakalpatarubhyascha Kripa Sindhubhya Evacha Patitanam Pavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namon Namaha Nama Om Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prishthaya Bhutale Shrimate Bhakti Vedanta Swaminiti Namine Namaste Saraswati Deve Gauravani Pracharine Nirvishesha Sunyavadi Paschatya Deshatarine Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhar Shri Vasadi Gaurabhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 Krishna. So today's topic is Chapter 4, Text 13 of Bhagavad Gita, Varnashram System, the Scientific Categorization of Human Society. Alright, we have a lot to cover. So let's jump straight into the verse. So we'll chant the word to word as usual and then line by line. So please repeat after me. Chatuhu. Varnyam Maya Srishtam Guna Karma Vibhagasaha Tasya Kartaram Api Mam Vidhi Akartaram Avyayam Chatur Varnyam Mayasrishtam Gunakarma Vibhagasaha Tasya Kartaramapimam Vidya Kartaram Avyayam so, as we're chanting these verses, try to pronounce correctly 
because that will help um, that's why we actually are chanting these verses repeatedly so as you can see here srishtam the first s is normal s sa and then the srish s with a dot there is sh and then t with a dot is t not t so <clears throat> please play please pay attention to these um, you know um, diacritic marks because these have been you know Prabhupada standard and not just Prabhupada standard this is actually the international standard for pronunciation so Shri Prabhupada actually incorporated this into his books for this reason that so that we can learn nicely so please try to repeat in the correct pronunciation <coughs> चातुर्वर्ण्यम मया सृष्ट गुणकर्म विभागश तस्कर्ताद्यकर्ताय चातुर्वर्ण्यम मया सृष्ट गुणकर्म विभागश तस्य चातुर्वर्ण्यम All right. Chatuhu <clears throat> Varnyam. The four divisions of human society. Maya by me. Srishtam created. Guna of quality. Karma and work. Vibhagashaha in terms of division. Tasya of that. Kartaram the father. Api although. Maam me. Vidhi. You may know, akartaram, as the non-doer, avyayam, unchangeable. Translation and purport by His Divine Grace A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai. Translation, according to the three modes of material nature and the work associated with them, the four divisions of human society are created by me. And although I am the creator of the system, you should know that I am yet the non-doer being unchangeable <clears throat> it's a very important verse and in india especially it's a very controversial one um, because of a misunderstanding of what varnashram system is all about so we will have to go through all that today we have to clear out all the misconceptions and positively uh, present to you what is the actual varnashram system and how to implement that in today's context all right so <clears throat> so the main thing here is as you can see in the second line guna karma vibhagashaha vibhaga means division separation or categorization now that is done on the basis of guna and karma now caste system has been abolished by certain uh, so called reformers in india 
like Dayanand Saraswati of Arya Samaj, like that. But um, here it is said, Krishna in the fourth chapter, he is saying here in this verse that he created Maya Srishtam. That is the important thing. Maya Srishtam is created by Krishna. In other words, nobody can destroy that which is created by Krishna. So even if they artificially abolish the idea of caste system, they cannot really take it out. It will only be known by different nomenclature, but it is the same concept that will remain. Because there will be some people who are in the mode of goodness, some people in the mode of passion, some people in the mixed modes of passion and ignorance, and some people in the mode of ignorance. So that is Brahmana, Vaishya, uh, Brahmana, Kshatriya, Vaishya, Shudra. So these divisions are always going to be there, even if we remove the names Brahmana, Kshatriya, Vaishya, Shudra. The problem came because the so-called Brahmanas, they wanted to exercise their superiority over the rest of the people based on heredity or birth. So that's where the whole problem came. So they classified the, the, the four divisions of human society on the basis of Janma. If one is born in a Brahmin family, oh, he's a Brahmin. And if somebody is born in a you know, Kshatriya, Vaishya, Shudra family or Chandal family, he's classified as that. So they Vibhaga, they categorized the human society based on birth, which interestingly is not the case with this verse. Krishna is saying, Guna Karma Vibhagasha. I have divided human society based on their guna and karma. So this caste system that was practiced by the Brahmanas was certainly wrong. It certainly had to be abolished, but it had to be replaced by the real caste system, which is based on merit and not on birth, birthright. So that was not done. And um, consequently, the um, education system of the Western civilization was in incorporated into the Indian uh, society. And basically that education system, that w which is currently followed all over the world, is the education system of Sudras. Because Shudras means by nature, Paracharyatmakam Karma, Shudraswapi, Shudraswapi Swabhavajam, Shudra Karma Swabhavajam. So, Shudra, his karma is Paracharyatmakam. So, he has to serve others. He has to be employed. That is, a, that is the definition of a Shudra. So, after university education, one, if one does not get employed, or oh, his, his condition is precarious, so, the whole education system is training us how to be employed under someone and serve him as a servant. So, actually, this education, is, this education system is producing slave mentality. Slave mentality means you cannot um, live without that slave concept. We are not against that. There, there are some people who will be like that, Shudras, who want, who want to work in that capacity of working for others but there are the three other classes which are completely neglected Brahmana, Kshatriya, Vaishya and those people who could have been occupying those more important sections of society because they are the leaders of society the Brahmanas are supposed to lead the society and guide everyone in God consciousness because one thing is without God consciousness human civilization is as good as animals 
that's it it's animal society the only thing that distinguishes us as human beings is that we can understand god we can understand who we are and the purpose of our life that is the only thing that is really distinguishing us from the animals that the animals cannot do everything else that humans are trying to do the animals are already doing it sometimes more often times in a much more sophisticated way than the humans so um human life is not meant to compete with animals on how good we can be in our so called science and technology but you may ask i mean where are the animals even i mean where are the humans even competing they're far above the animals no i mean for example the, the main thing is ahara nidra bhaya maithunam cha samanyam etat pashubhir naranam dharmo hitesham adhiko vishesho dharmasheena pashubhir samana so dharma uh, what is that ahara nidra bhaya maithuna these four things are common between humans and animals eating sleeping sex and fear these things are common between humans and animals the only thing that the humans have in extra that actually distinguishes them from the animals is dharma dharma means first of all to understand athato brahma jigyasa it all starts with the jigyasa the questioning about our nature our real nature and what is the nature of god and what is the purpose why we why are we suffering in this world these questions are supposed to be asked by a human being and if a human being dharmasahina pashubhir samana if a human being is not interested in these topics then he is actually as good as an animal because i mean logically there's no difference right without this there is only the rest four ahara nidra bhaya maitunam cha so how much ever we may advance in so called science and technology we are just our whole subject matter is ahara nidra bhaya maitunam eating sleeping mating and defending so like for example i always tell this like the um, there's an app food delivery app like uber eats in other parts of the world in america in here in singapore we have grab food grab is the company like uber so they have taxis they have deliveries and they have food deliveries and all that now grab food is that app where you can just order the food and then you know you can get it now the cheetah or the or the lion or the tiger they are hunting in the forest in much more you know um terrible circumstances much more dangerous circumstances they are running after the animals and grabbing them and eating them so that is they are grabbing their food in that way and we are grabbing our food using grab food so essentially what is the difference just because we made an app whereas the lion is actually having to run and catch the food what is the difference we are after all eating we have just made a sophisticated version of animal life and sometimes we actually fall behind animals like for example mating sex humans are so afraid to beget children and they are considering all the, and they are using all this contraception and abortion techniques to try to escape from that because they cannot maintain such big family numbers if they actually were to you know produce children each time they have sex they can't even uh, maintain that that many children and they are taking to this sinful um, recourses as abortion and contraception but 
the animals they have no problem they are the pigs as prabhupada said are producing half a dozen children every every 6 months 8 months or something like that and they are maintaining and they are happy and they are getting fatty each of the children are fatty they themselves are fatty and no restriction we have restriction you know, if somebody has you know unauthorized sex they know it will be you know charged with legal implications but in animal life there is no such restriction they have more freedom than the humans in this respect and for example eating the animals have food we humans have unemployment we have problems like you know um, inadequate food the animals are supplied like anything they have even elephants they are eating 50 kilos each meal minimum uh, and they are and they are getting their food and the ant is getting its food the elephant is getting is getting its food the whale is getting his food the whale is so big i mean it can gobble up elephants but he is getting his food and he is growing so big so everyone has the uh, food taken care of but we humans have a problem we have to work hard and earn money and sometimes like situations like the virus and the food grows up i mean the, the cost of the food goes so much higher and you know it becomes sometimes unbearable and even after working all i mean working hard day and night the man just comes back and eats two chapatis or you know very little food paltry food and he's working so hard day and night so again the animals are much better off in this respect next we talk about um, other technological advancements so called that we have made we have social media for example the bees it is said the honey bees um their social media network is so much uh advanced than the humans their communication is so good i mean even the birds in the sky when you see the formation how they form you know they they move in uni- unison that requires so much communication you know between each other and they do that perfectly such synchronized and we have this air air shows you know once in a year where the air force they they do some you know three or four or five planes they you know they do that air show and with synchrony they they fly that's all oh, big big celebration oh we have done a great deal you know we have achieved but the birds are doing every morning and every evening every morning and every evening they are doing it <laughs> just imagine that so or um, if we talk about like prabhupada said the dogs are running on four legs and we are running on four wheels where's the difference again the birds can fly without a pilot and they won't crash they won't crash and the, even the mosquito won't crash such a small thing they won't crash. and we have big big crashes just i think recently there was a crash in the pakistan an aeroplane crashed and similarly there are there, there are so many stories of plane crashes and even spaceship crashes but the birds they don't even crash the mosquitoes the house flies they they move so fast but they don't even crash and they are in huge numbers sometimes especially in india i remember when i was a kid i think even now it's the same thing you know when this in, in the night after just after sunset you can there is still some light in the sky the twilight and then there will be these headlamps i mean those street lamps and then you will see all the mosquitoes are, you know on gathering on top of the head you know that that so many are like hundreds of mosquitoes maybe thousands i don't know and this is true <laughs> and they won't crash they won't crash even though they're so densely they're moving about they won't crash so they are much more advanced in that respect they, we have satellite 
you know, imaging and we have all these things. But the eagle, from 13 kilometers above the ground, he can spot a dead rat. A dead rat from 13 kilometers above the ground. I mean, we only go like 10 to 11, 12 kilometers above the ground on, in the aeroplane, the highest, 36,000 feet. What can we see? We can hardly see anything. Forget about I mean, we, we can hardly even see the buses, the cars. I mean, that only at a certain level. After that, we're completely finished. We can't see anything. We just see like a flat surface. That's it. And sometimes the earth and the sky seem to merge. And some vague things we can see only. But the eagle and the hawk, they have such precision vision. They can spot a dead rat from 13 kilometers above. Unimaginable. So they are advanced in so many respects. We are building tunnels. The, the rats are building tunnels too. The ants are building skyscrapers of their scale. If you have seen an anthill, an anthill is nothing but a skyscraper. For them, it's a huge deal. How much taller it is than them? It is like more than the ratio of the human size to the skyscraper. And the network inside is so, so intricate. So if you observe like this, and even sometimes strength of these bodybuilders or martial artists, in fact, I was kind of um, a martial artist, a very novice, novice martial artist in the beginning, before Krishna Consciousness. Martial arts, they derive inspiration from animals. I was learning, I just began but I, I gave up when I came to Krishna Consciousness. The style I was going to, or I just started learning was Tiger Crane. They call it in Chinese, Shuangyang Peiho, something like that. I'm, maybe I'm not pronouncing it well, but Tiger Crane style of Kung Fu. That was what I was supposed to practice. Hmm. So, it's so many. And there is monkey Kung Fu. There is there is um, monkey style, I mean. And then there is tiger and there is um, dragon. And there's so many animals. And even birds and, you know, crane, for example. Snake, you know. Um, there is um, so many. I, I, I'm forgetting. So many animals. Ah, scorpion and um, what is that praying mantis praying mantis style so many martial arts they actually learn from the animals the cat yeah agility from the cat and how to be very silent when he jumps these are all these are all there so they actually are learning from the animals how to even fight but is human life meant for this human life is not meant to take animals as our gurus we are supposed to take a bona fide spiritual master, the representative of Krishna and, and Krishna as our guru. And we have to proceed in that respect which is actually made for humans. Why are we trying to imitate the animals in every respect? And do a little better job than them. Sometimes even worse. Actually we are worse. Because the animals don't go beyond their limits. They can't by the laws of nature. But we are given higher intelligence but we misuse that and cause trouble not only for humans but for the whole ecology of the earth because of our um, unbridled habits. So, human society should be uh, should be organized in for for the advancement of spiritual life. And the brahmanas, they are supposed to lead the rest of the society. They them first of all lead themselves and the rest of the society in the mission of human life, which is self-realization. So nowadays, only Shudras are being 
the output is only shudras of the education system whereas the previous education system was mainly concentrating on brahmanical culture and kshatriyas and vaishyas and then the shudras they don't need require actually a certain education they can just pick up skills and actually it's very true even now if somebody wants to cultivate some talent they can just go to the you know internet nowadays in youtube there are so many um videos explaining various different things and like for example how to do this live streaming and how to edit videos or anything that you want to learn is available it's just a skill you don't have to really go to a to a school formally to learn these things of course there is some advantages of going there but these these things are just skills but they are making a huge business and a scam out of this whole thing and saying that this is the education that everyone must go through no vedic system was completely different according to his inclinations he is educated differently so if he is a brahmana if he is interested in god consciousness if he is um if he is honest if he is cultured if he is well behaved he can control his mind and senses he he is trained in that way and then one who is more chivalrous and warrior spirit and also adherent to vedic principles uh, he is trained as a kshatriya then one who is um you know more interested in farming and cow protection and he is more with the animals and you know farming and, and his natural uh, this thing then the inclination then he has uh, the education for vaishya actually even the brahmana kshatriyas and vaishyas they are taught vedic knowledge Bra- brahmanas are taught much more kshatriyas a little bit less and a certain different um, sections of the uh, vedas also like dhanur veda for example how to fight the kshatriyas should know how to fight so because they have to protect the citizens materially and spiritually materially by you know defending themselves from other unscrupulous kings and spiritually by guiding everybody um everybody's spiritual life by making sure that there is ample facility for everybody for not only employment but also spiritual advancement the whole avarnashram system is basically taking care of the employment at the same time that employment is in the service of krishna the whole purpose of the advancement is unlike today which is f- um financial growth like economic growth that is the whole goal of today's civilization economic growth uh, our like countries for example in this covid situation virus situation they are they are seeing that oh our economies are falling and that's all them that's all they think of how is the economy doing or if there is rising ah oh, that is good you know it's a developed country or when it's not so good then it's not underdeveloped country there is no um measurement of the character of the people it is that's why it is a completely wrong civilization completely misplaced and the ideals are completely wrong they got it entirely wrong misdirected civilization so a proper direction is only possible through this varnashram system which is basically an execution of the shastra that i mean now we know that everybody has to be in devotional service now how to make it possible for everybody because it is not just a um, elite few who uh, who should have access to this no every single soul has the birthright of krishna consciousness every single soul especially so in human society in animal society the maximum you can do that is give them prasadam or if they hear the holy name that's good for them but human society there's ample uh resources like the human intelligence which is capable of understanding god and 
you know, making a solution to this perennial problem of birth and death. So if human civilization is not used for that, it's a complete waste, complete waste. So basically to organize a human society in a way which is um, materially sustainable and spiritually and spiritually nourishing, uplifting, that is the Varnashram system. Alright, we will go to the purport. Purport. The Lord is the creator of everything. Everything is born of Him. Everything is sustained by Him. And uh, everything after annihilation rests in Him. He is therefore the creator of the four divisions of the social order. Beginning with the intelligent class of men, technically called Brahmanas, due to their being situated in the mode of goodness. And how, how do we know that somebody is situated in the mode of goodness? Hmm. In the Bhagavad Gita, in the, in the 14th chapter, in the 17th chapter and the 18th chapter, there is extensive description of people who are in these three modes and what are their characteristics. So by looking at those symptoms of a person, advanced Brahmanas and the, you know, who guide the society, they will see, okay, this is, this is more of a Kshatriya child, this is more of a Vaishya person. There's more of a Shudra person, there's more of a Brahmana person. So they can see the symptoms of the person already. It's not based on family birthright. Never it was. But it was expected. Like if somebody is a son of a Brahmana, he's expected to um, also become a Brahmana because you know he's expected to be trained by the father and you know pick up all the qualities that are inherent in his family, you know, he will see. That was the advantage only, but it is not a birthright. Like if a, if a doctor has a son and he may become a doctor or if a, if a lawyer, his son may become a lawyer also. Like sometimes we have uh, some sportsman whose son also becomes a sportsman or sometimes an actor and his son also may become an actor. So that advantage is there, but is no such thing as a born actor or um, um, actor by birth or, or engineer by birth. Where is this? Where is such a thing? It is not even logical. It's not even scientific at all. But this is very scientific. Very, very scientific. <clears throat> he is therefore the creator of the four divisions of social order, beginning with the intelligent class of men, technically called Brahmanas, due to their being situated in the mode of goodness. Next is the administrative class, technically called the Kshatriyas, due to their being situated in the mode of passion. So Kshatriyas predominantly are in the mode of passion. Now, is that good? It is good so long as they are properly guided. Now, passion and ignorance usually are bad qualities. But some people are born with their qualities. Karanam gunasangosya sadasadhyan yoni janmasu. According to their previous association, they have been born with a particular type of body in this life. Um, previous association means what? Previous association with the different modes. So if they have been predominantly dealing with the mode of ignorance in their past life, they will take birth and they are given circumstances and their intelligence levels and their everything, their circumstances are, you know, um, just to facilitate that continuation of that association of that mode as he has been willing at the time of his death. And 
by the mercy of pure devotees he can be changed that is the beauty of krishna consciousness anybody from any background can be changed provided he is um, willing to accept willing to change so that is there but otherwise he is continuing from wh- where he left off this is called vasana vasana means the fragrance or the the flavor of his um, previous association brings him into this world into certain family or into a certain circumstances like that so according to those symptoms again when one sees okay this person has this 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 symptoms okay then he is categorized and then he is trained up differently <clears throat> so the administrative class of kshatriyas are predominantly in the mode of um, passion but that is required for when one is a warrior for example he has to be so passionate and in, in the sense that he has to be so heroic and a brahmana usually it is said that if he sees blood or oh, he will faint <laughs> but a kshatriya if he sees blood on his body you know if, if something some part of his body gets cut off oh that becomes you know that gives him so much more enthusiasm to fight he blood the sight of blood will increase his enthusiasm to fight and he will you know that is heroism there is a kshatriya mentality but he is not supposed to misuse that and fight with everybody and anybody no when there is a just cause yes but if he does that with against the brahmanas the brahmanas don't even have to fight they used to just curse him and he could immediately die like the boy shringi he cursed parikshit maharaj to die in 7 days and he died of course parikshit maharaj was a vaishnava and he could have contracted it but usually the kshatriyas they cannot because parikshit maharaj was a vaishnava he could have contracted but he did not a devotee will never disturb krishna for anything for any material demand even if it if that be for saving his life um he thinks whatever krishna's will even if the curse came when the curse came he thought it actually krishna's will and he said okay fine good now i can relinquish all my so called duties and i can um, you know um, take to the listening of bhagavatam so that is the uh, how vaishnava deals with things but pro- the point is that the brahmanas were so powerful so each is classified accordingly like that so next is the administrative class technically technically called the kshatriyas due to their being situated in the mode of passion the mercantile men called the vaishyas are situated in the mixed modes of passion and ignorance and the shudras or laborer class are situated in the ignorant mode of material nature now here we will show some of the verses which actually list down all the qualities of all the different people of all different classes of people right we'll go to bhagavad gita 18th chapter 42nd verse these are the qualities of the brahmanas shamo damastapa shaucham kshantirarjavameva cha gyanam vigyanam astikyam brahma karma svabhavajam peacefulness self control austerity purity tolerance honesty knowledge wisdom and religiousness these are the natural qualities by which the brahmanas work if somebody has these qualities he is to be considered a brahmana next shauryam tejo dhritirdaksham yuddhe chaapi apalayanam danam ishvara bhavascha 
Kshatram, Karma Svabhavajam, Heroism, Power, Determination, Resourcefulness, Courage in Battle. You know, this courage in battle is in English. You know actually what it means? You see this Apalayanam? <laughs> Not fleeing. That means, when a Kshatriya goes to the battle, courage in battle means he either dies or wins the war. There is no question of turning back in the war on the battlefield no question that is one of the he will never even if he's going to die he will never save himself by running away but fight <clears throat> and leadership uh, courage in battle generosity that is another thing he's very very generous to especially to the brahmanas and leadership are the natural qualities of work for the kshatriyas next Vaishyas and Shudras are described in this. Krishi Goraksha Vanijam Vaishya Karma Svabhavajam Paricharyatma Kam Karma Shudrasyapi Svabhavajam Farming, cow protection and business are the natural work for the Vaishyas and for the Shudras there is labor and service to others. Sometimes Vaishyas also um, take to this banking, banking. So, these are the things, uh, qualities of the four Varnas. Now, let's see an interesting feature here. Now, if we go back to the Brahmanas, let's count the number of qualities. Peacefulness, Shamo, Dhamma, Tapa, Shaucham, Kshantir, Arjavam, Evacha, Gyanam, Vigyanam, Astikyam. Nine. Nine qualities here. Hmm? Mention. Next. Kshatriya. Shauryam. Tejah. Dhriti. Daksham. Yudhe Chapi Apalayanam. Danam. Ishwara Bhavascha. Kshatram Karma Subhavajam. Seven. Brahmanas nine. Kshatriya seven. Krishi, Goraksha, Vanijam, Vaishya Karma Swabhavajam. 3. Shudra, Paricharyatmakam Karma, Shudra Swapi Swabhavajam. Shudra Swapi Swabhavajam. So, only one. So, Brahman has 9 qualities, Kshatriya has 7 qualities, Vaishya has 3 qualities, and Shudra 1 quality. Now, in the present universities, there are so many departments, but actually, after learning all that, he has to become a paricharyatmakam. He has to serve under someone. So that is his characteristic. So all these different things are skills, but ultimately he has to serve someone, like an employee, employed person, so employee. So that is Shudra by definition. Now, um, there are actually other... Um, also, uh, what is that? Other descriptions of the work of uh, Brahmana. Like in another place in the Padma Purana, it says, Shatkarma Nipuno Vipro Mantra Tantra Visharadaha. Um, that means a Brahmana has Shatkarma, six types of activities. What are they? Uh, Pathan Pathan, Yajan Yajan, Dana Pratigraha. Pathan means he learns Vedic scriptures, he, he studies Swadhyaya. 
he studies under the guidance of the guru especially when he is a brahmachari and then pathan he will teach others about vedic science about vedic culture he will teach others and um, yajan yajan he does sacrifice for his own purification and then he does sacrifice for other people's purification so in the kali yuga sacrifice means all those you know homam and all that but especially for kali yuga um the relevant sacrifice is chanting so japa japa yagya aham japa yagya nam japa yagyasmi in the 10th chapter 25th verse krishna describes uh, that of all types of sacrifice i am the sacrifice of japa see yagyanam japa yagyasmi of sacrifices i am the chanting of the holy names so this is japa that is for one's own purification yajan yajan that means for the purification of everybody else that is kirtan so it is said that haridas thakur says that um, by kirtan by loud chanting of the holy names even not only the human beings even the animals the ants the plants the trees everybody who hears gets benefited satatam kirtayanto mam yatantascha dridhavrata namasyantascha mam bhaktya nityayukta upasate so they do yagyas for their own purification and for the purification of everybody else finally um dana pratigraha they accept donations pratigraha and they will only use what is ne- i mean baseline necessity what is absolutely necessary for themselves and after that whatever excess they distribute back to the society in a way which is purifying not only materially but also spiritually for example um in our movement we accept donations uh, in our krishna consciousness movement so what do we do with that so we accept dana but what do we do with that uh, we are making sure that this is distributed back to the society in the form of books in the form of prasadam in the form of organizing festivals and giving people opportunity to serve krishna even more and you know like this even this were live streaming for example <clears throat> and to maintain online presence like websites and all these things require money so it is used in this way so that people have access to spiritual knowledge and so that they can advance in spiritual life by taking advantage of all these facilities so they give dana not exactly in the form of money again because if you give money to a person who is because money is flexible you know you can use it anyway Yeah, therefore actually the barter system was a much better system in that way because there the the illicit use of money can be so much mitigated by that barter system basically you you take you if you have some excess maybe suppose you have a farm and then you have some cows and all that now if you have maybe excess produce which is more than sufficient for your personal needs then you can exchange the surplus with others and in exchange get other things maybe they have oil they have more ghee or something or uh, sometimes milk or sometimes other things like vegetables and something like that so in that way there is exchange of necessities or maybe sometimes somebody is um, you know weaver and maybe for exchange for clothes something like that you know what is necessary but if we have money that money can be used for anything and usually when people are misled 
when they're not properly directed, they will use money for wrong reasons. Buying meat, for example, uh, or you know, engaging in illicit sex, or buying um, uh, what is that? Alcohol or so similar intoxicants. So in this way, there is so much um, wrong usage. Even if one goes to McDonald's and eats something, that is wrong. That is wrong because he is eating meat. Hmm. So, money, when the Brahmanas gets the money, they will transform it into uh, beneficial, um, uh, what is that, services to the society. And dana, they give back to society. So like that, um, Kirtan, this is Kirtan, Yajan Yajan, Dana Pratigraha, he accepts and then he uh, distributes. Like we distribute prasadam, for example, we get vegetables, we get rice and dal, mostly donated, and sometimes we buy certain things. But all that, what we do, we don't eat everything. How can we eat everything? So we offer to Krishna and little bit what the devotees eat, and the rest is distributed prasadam the public hmm. so that by that material and spiritual hunger is being satisfied so in this way resources has to be used so this is brahmana's duties in another place in the sanat sujata there are 12 qualifications of a brahmana enumerated there we'll go there i'll show you srimad bhagavatam canto 7 text 9 verse 10 You see, the 12 qualities of a first class Brahmana, as stated in the book called Sanat Sujata, are as follows Jnanam cha satyam cha dhamma shrutam cha hyamatsaryam hristitikshanusuya yagyas cha dhanam cha dhritih samascha mahavrata dvadasha brahmanasya. So, Jnanam knowledge, satyam, truthfulness, dhamma, control of the senses, shrutam, knowledge of the Vedas, of shruti, amatsaryam, non-envious, hri, modest, um, uh, titiksha, tolerant, anasuya, without envy, or, you know, amatsaryam is also without envy, anasuya is also without envy and jealousy, yajna, always doing sacrifice for one's own and other people's benefit, dhanam, he gives always in charity, uh, dhriti, fortitude, you know, even in difficult circumstances, be calm, you know, that is fortitude. Shamascha, control of the mind. Mahavrata, dvadasha brahmanasya, dvadasha means 12. Uh, Mahavrata, that means these are the uh, vows or these are the qualities of a brahmana, of a first class brahmana. So these are mentioned and in another place in the 13th chapter of Bhagavad Gita also. Krishna enumerates different aspects, hmm. 8 through 12, 13 chapter 8 through 12, Amanitvam madambhitvam ahimsakshantirarjavam acharyopasanam shaucham sthairyam atmavinigraha indriyarthesu vairagyam anahankara evacha janmamrityujjaravyadhi dukhadoshanudarshanam asaktir ana so, 
मैचानन्ययोगेन भक्तिर्व्यभिचारिणी विविक्तदेश अरतिर्जन संसदी Humility, pridelessness, non-violence, tolerance, simplicity, approaching a bona fide spiritual master, cleanliness, steadiness, self-control, renunciation of the objects of sense gratification, absence of false ego, the perception of the evil of birth, death, old age and disease, Detachment, freedom from entanglement with children, wife, home and the rest. Even-mindedness amid pleasant and unpleasant events. Constant and unalloyed devotion to me. Aspiring to live in a holy place. Detachment from the general mass of people. Accepting the importance of self-realization and philosophical search for the absolute truth. All these I declare to be knowledge and, and besides this, whatever there may be, is ignorance. So these are the things that the Brahmanas cultivate. These are the attitudes that they ha- that they have towards life, and um, another description of similar godly qualities is in the 16th chapter, first through third verses. Shri Bhagavan Uvacha, Abhayam Sattva Samshuddhir, Jnana Yoga Vyavasthiti, Danam Damascha Yagnascha Swadhyaya Stapa Arjavam, Ahimsa Satya Makrodhas Tyagah Shantira Paishunam, Daya Bhuteshvalo Luktvam, Mardavam Hrira Chapalam. तेजः क्षमाधृते शौचम् अद्रोहो नातिमानिता भवन्ति संपदिम् भवन्ति संपदम् दैविम् अभिजातस्य भारता The supreme personality of God had said fearlessness purification of one's existence cultivation cultivation of spiritual knowledge charity self control performance of sacrifice study of the vedas austerity simplicity non violence truthfulness freedom from anger renunciation tranquility aversion to fault finding compassion for all living entities freedom from covetousness gentleness modesty steady determination vigor forgiveness fortitude cleanliness and freedom from envy and from the passion for honor these transcendental qualities of son of bharata belong to godly men endowed with divine nature So these are some of the qualities of a Brahmana. More is given in the 11th canto um, of Srimad Bhagavatam. We find similar verses like Bhagavad Gita, but this, time, this, is, in, this is from Uddhava Gita. Here if you go, um, sorry, 11.17. Eleven, seventeen, sixteen, all the way through twenty. So we will find all the different, um, again, like the Bhagavad Gita, all the classes, all the characteristics of the different classes of human society are enumerated here. Eleven, seventeen, sixteen. Shamodamastapashaucham santosha hakshantirajavam madbhaktishchadaya satyam brahma prakritayastvimah. Peacefulness, self-control, austerity, cleanliness, satisfaction. Hmm? The exact word, santoshaha, full satisfaction, in any condition. Tolerance, simple straightforwardness, devotion to me, mercy and truthfulness are the natural qualities of the Brahmanas. Much similar to the 1842 Bhagavad Gita. Then we have 11.17.17 Tejo balam dhriti shauryam titik shaudaryam udhyamaha 
स्थैर्यम ब्रह्मण्यम ऐश्वर्यम क्षत्र प्रकृत दिस आर द क्वालिटीज ऑफ क्षत्रिय डायनामिक पावर बॉडिली स्ट्रेंथ डिटर्मिनेशन हीरोइज्म टॉलरेंस जेनेरोसिटी ग्रेट एंडेवर स्टेडीनेस डिवोशन टू द ब्राह्मणस एंड लीडरशिप आर द नेचुरल क्वालिटीज ऑफ द क्षत्रियस यू सी दैट डिवोशन टू द ब्राह्मणस दैट इज एन एक्स्ट्रा थिंग मेंशन इन दिस वर्स कंपेयर टू द भगवद गीता वर्स सो दिस फ्रॉम द उद्धव गीता ब्राह्मण्यम ब्राह्मण्यम मीन्स बींग ऑलवेज ईगर टू सर्व द ब्राह्मणस दिस इज अ वेरी वेरी इंपॉर्टेंट क्वालिटी ऑफ द क्षत्रिय इवन दो ही हैज ऑल दीज पावरफुल एट्रीब्यूट्स लीडरशिप बट ही नेवर गोज एंड ट्राइज टू ओवर रूल द इंस्ट्रक्शन ऑफ द ब्राह्मणस दैट इज अ प्रॉपर लीडर एंड ही इज कॉल्ड राजर्षि इनफैक्ट ही रूल्स ऑन द advice of the brahmanas and he takes advice from the brahmanas and he rules the country accordingly brahmanyam always um, eager to serve the brahmanas instructions next vaishyas astikyam dana nishtha cha adambho brahmasevanam atushtir arthopachayair vaishya prakritayastvimah interesting verse faith in vedic civilization astikyam means religious or believer in god and vedic civilization means believer in astikyam means vaishya is also not an astik not that only a brahmana is uh, um, religious but the kshatriyas and vaishyas are not no everybody have to be religious human that's why as we said without religion it is animal society it's not human society so everybody must be religious so astikyam he has complete faith in god and in the vedic civilization what is vedic civilization the teachings and the execution of the instructions of god that means it centered all around god. vedic civilization means god centered civilization that is the meaning of vedic civilization so he has faith in that astikyam dana nishthacha dedication to charity he is dedicated to charity charity to who especially to the brahmanas the others yes give prasadam everything but the especially charity to the brahmanas because the brahmanas it's not that you know this is sometimes again misunderstood why we should give to the brahmanas you know we should give to the poor people this was actually never the vedic understanding always to the brahmanas why why because the brahmanas know how to divide it among the rich and the poor equally and as much as is necessary like to the poor if he requires food yes prasadam distribution now if you just give food you're not giving prasadam so you have to give prasadam so the brahmanas they know how to you know give prasadam and also teach them about vedic culture about god so the poor man is suffering because of his past sinful activities so he has to be that has to be rectified so he has to be giving prasadam yes first you know the stomach problem has to be solved at the same time spiritually he is being nourished because of it is krishna prasadam and next he must be given knowledge so therefore when the donation is given to brahmanas qualified brahmanas we are talking about such brahmanas will employ all such wealth 
in the for the benefit of society and they know how to do good to society they know the qualified brahmanas i'm not talking about the birth birthright brahmanas that's useless we're talking about qualified brahmanas they know how to do good to the entire society and they can uplift all society everybody will be com- comfortably taken care of if the brahmanas take are taken care of therefore krishna's verse the verse the, you know glorifying krishna is namo brahmanya devaya go brahmana hitaya cha jagadhitaya krishnaya govindaya namo namaha namo brahmanya devaya just like we have seen here brahma sevanam what is that service to the brahmanas you see vaishyas also should serve, serve the brahmanas service to the brahmanas is both for kshatriyas and vaishyas you see even in the kshatriyas brahmanyam means uh, being always eager to serve the brahmanas so namo brahmanya devaya that means krishna himself is eager to serve the brahmanas we can see in the example of sudama vipra when he went there how krishna served he sat him on his own bed and washed his feet and rukmini was fanning him goddess of fortune lakshmi rukmini herself fanning him and krishna himself the supreme personality of godhead he is washing the feet of the brahmana so by he showing example of how we should uh, respect the brahmanas qualified brahmanas again namo brahmanya devaya krishna himself worships the brahmana go brahmana hitaya cha he is the well-wisher krishna is the well-wisher of go and brahmana hitaya hitaya means well-wisher always looking for their um protection and care hita so go brah go means uh, the cows and the brahmana means the the brahmanas go brahmana hitaya cha he is always concerned about the welfare of the cows and the brahmanas why jagadhitaya if if this two aspects of civilization are taken care of goraksha and brahmanas brahmana raksha if these are taken care of the whole jagadhitaya is taken care of go brahmana hitaya cha jagadhitaya krishnaya govindaya namo namaha the entire world's benefit or or goodwill is taken care of just by serving the brahmanas and the cows two things cow protection and brahmanical culture these are the very pillars of human society because the brahmanas then can serve the entire world properly if we try to serve society independent of brahmanical culture it is going to be and cow protection is going to be a failure is going to be a failure complete failure and that's what actually has, is happening nowadays there are so many welfare institutions um charitable institutions they collect and they try to you know they say that they do good to the society opening hospitals opening um uh, schools and giving some you know food which may be even meat or eggs and untouchable things and first of all not even prasadam anyway either way so they are doing these things they have certain i mean good intention of doing good but you also know need to know how to do good not just oh the intention to do good is enough no it's not enough we need to know how to do it effectively so that it protects the material and spiritual interests of that particular person brahmanas know how to do that and therefore donation to be is to be given to the brahmanas and they will use it properly 
<clears throat> but because the brahmanas became corrupt and started doing this birthright thing and you know completely discriminating against the lower sections of society therefore the whole thing crumbled so actually the downfall of indian civilization is because of the brahmanas it is actually said in the varaha puran or yeah varaha puran this is there in the chaitanya bhagavat Ah, uh, what is the number? Maybe one dot one zero eight or eleven dot one zero eight of Madhyakanda, which is explained that Rakshasim Kalimashritya Jayante Brahmayonishu. The Rakshasas in the previous yugas they take birth in Brahmana families in Kali Yuga, <laughs> and they destroy the whole civilization, Vedic civilization. They are the ones who destroyed. They are the ones who destroyed by doing all this misuse of the Vedic civilization. If they properly <clears throat> executed their duties oh the whole world the kaliyuga wouldn't even wouldn't have even come so of course but the by the force of time kaliyuga these things happened but we have to revive and the acharyas always try to revive the situation we'll talk more about that later about reviving the situation but um here we go again so these kshatriyas we have read this now This is Vaishya's Astikyam Dana Nishthacha Adam Bho Brahma Sevanam Atushtir Arthopachayair Vaishya Prakrita Yastvima Faith in Vedic Civilization Dedication to Charity Freedom from Hypocrisy Adam Bha Adam Bha means pride and also it leads to hypocrisy so Freedom from pride Although he is Vaishya's are usually very very rich because they have so many cows and just like Nanda Maharaj he had 900000 cows almost a million cows and the number of calves were unlimited and krishna was actually tending to those calves along with his cowherd boyfriends so that is the wealth of a vaishya is counted among how many cows he has how many uh, how much um, agricultural land he has and what is he producing so that is his richness and actually that is real richness if we have millions of dollars and we don't have food <laughs> some some of the other reason if suppose if if now we had this we have this coronavirus but if there is something more serious and there's absolutely no chance that any travel or any travel of even goods can take place like country like singapore completely depends on external supply for food and water even and so much important export are going on but if all this is somehow either by war or by some natural disturbance or by disease like this if something gets you know every anything can happen it's very fragile very fragile so if it is if something happens that disturbs the status quo of the civilization we are doomed we can have millions of dollars in the bank account no use we will die of starvation but if a person has this produce then he can at least stock up and even if he has no money at all he can survive because he has cows he has land something like something he has at least some stock pile of actual things that are necessary for human life food clothing shelter of the three also food is the most fundamental necessity of everyone so that is a very very uh, scientific civilization plan and krishna krishna gave it to us chaturvarnyam maya srishtam he said i created this plan for human society you don't have to create Your stupid plans, five-year plans, ten-year plans, all based on this godless civilization. It is going to. What happened to the plan? 
big big plans oh vision 2020 and this it, it was the 2020 was supposed to be the, the futuristic year and you know everything is going to be very technologically advanced and you know it's, it's going to be this this dream year at least that was the painting that was given to us the picture that was given to us when we were in when i was a teenager in 1990s just coming to 2000 at that time 2020 was like oh the dream year the dream year but here we are 2020 is far from a dream rather a horrible nightmare so that will happen to our plans if we go against god i mean hiranyakashipu had plans huge plans and what happened one second in one second his plans were all thwarted by narsimhadev and he was ripped apart so that's exactly going to happen what's going to happen with every one of us if we don't take to krishna consciousness so coming back to the <laughs> vaishya karma so freedom from hypocrisy service to the brahmanas brahman brahma sevanam in the kshatriyas it is there brahmanyam and here is brahma sevanam then next one is quite interesting perpetually desiring to accumulate more money huh? perpetually desiring to accumulate more money actually the, if you see the real sanskrit word it is even more funny atushtihi arthopachayair he is not satisfied with how much ever he gets he is not satisfied that is the quality of vaishya now this is considered usually a bad quality right it is if it is pro- if it is misdirected but at the same time don't forget that he is dana nishtha he is he is not satisfied <laughs> with how much ever he gets <laughs> atushti tushti means satisfied atushti means he is never satisfied even if he gets billions of dollars no i want trillions so that is that is vaishya but but he doesn't hoard it brahma sevanam he is dedicated to the service of brahmana he uses all that wealth for example brahmanas they say all right you know what this village uh, or this town this city needs a temple vaishyas are the first to give of course the kshatriyas also they will give the land free and the vaishyas they give all the you know they maintain of course the um, kshatriyas make sure that the building materials everything is there the temple is constructed just like even rupa goswami he was a just a goswami and he i mean of course goswami is the most exalted uh, position but materially he was a mendicant he did not have anything with him but then maharaj man singh came and the whole beautiful radha govind mandir was constructed in vrindavan unfortunately to be t- torn down by the uh, you know moguls later on but you know the that thing that building of temples beautiful temples and so that people will come those days even now if you see jagannath puri from any part of the city you can see the jagannath temple uh, dome and the chakra on top you can see that so anywhere people are in the city they can see the chakra and remember the lord jagannath that is vedic civilization the temples used to be the tallest buildings in the in, in not in the world in in, in the city <laughs> in the town why because when one sees the you know temple shrine temple you know that uh, what is it called um spire spire gopuram when they see that wow it remembers the it reminds them of the lord so the whole point is even to that detail one is 
uh, the Vedic civilization was there, that the temple should be the tallest building in the city, so that from every direction in the in the city, they should be able to see the temple and remember the Lord. The, to that extent, they were very conscious of how to build architecture. Nowadays, skyscrapers, they are buildings of sense gratification. And when one sees them, one is reminded of sense gratification. Here in Singapore, there is this, there is this landmark of three three big buildings and then with like a boat kind of thing it's like a casino and the hotel gambling so that's what you remember singapore oh yeah that three buildings with the boat on top casino consciousness so everything should remind people of god that was the whole idea of vedic civilization and the kings they used to give the land and they used to give the building materials they'll make all the arrangements and the vaishyas make sure ensure that the temple services go on they pro they give the you know the produce the agricultural produce the the um, cow produce like the dairy produce they will give milk yogurt ghee and all that that is necessary for the lord's service they will give so in this way danam dananishtha brahma sevanam these two although they are not happy with how much ever they get that's because they want to get more for serving the brahmanas and the lord that is the interesting part of vaishya here which is not mentioned in the bhagavad gita but here it is <laughs> described in this way and then finally 1117 19 you say again very nice Service without duplicity to the Brahmanas, cows, demigods and other worshipable personalities. You see that? Amaya, yeah, means without duplicity. Again, Dvijagavam, Shushrushanam means service. To who? Dvijagavam Devanam. Devanam, Devanam. Devanam, Devata. As we have learned yesterday, it can also mean any important person in this um, society. Apart from the demigods, also important persons in the society. So, important persons according to Vedic society is not the person who has more money. No. The person who is spiritually more cultured. So, the Brahmanas, they are the first class. Kshatriyas, second class. Vaishyas, third class. And Shudras, fourth class. According to their spiritual. Uh, thing. But it doesn't mean fourth class means to be discriminated against. No. They are always serving serving Dvija Gavam. Dvija means the Brahmanas. Gavam means the cows. So they help the Vaishyas maintain the cows. They help. And they will get whatever you know um, the Vaishyas give them. Huh? So Tatra Labdhena Santoshaha. Worshipable personalities such as demigods and the spiritual master. So Devanam is translated like that. Huh? Devanam and also Brahmanas and also Sadhus, Vaishnavas. So these are uh, the worshipable personalities. And complete satisfaction with whatever income is obtained in such service. They help the others maintain the cows or in the agriculture agricultural fields. The Vaishya, he is taking care of agriculture but he cannot alone till the land. He needs help. So, Shudras, they help in this. And they get whatever, you know, they get, they get sufficient. It's not that little bit. No, they get sufficient. <coughs> because so much agricultural produce. So some of them is given to them. You know? 
So, this is Shudra life. Nowadays, they are employed, but not by this um, nice society of Dvija and Gavam and all this. Nowadays, it's all Ugra Karma, all sinful masters. This is going on. Kali Yuga, what to do? I mean, <clears throat> so this is the situation now. That's why Prabhupada wanted and Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur wanted Daivi Varnashram communities where we can follow these things properly, actually. We should come to the stage of you know, establishing these communities, of Varnashram communities. But first, the Brahmanas have to be sorted out. First, we have to have a leader, leaders, Brahmanas. And then, yes, all these things can be eventually brought about. And actually, Srila Prabhupada already started with farm communities and everything. But, you know, it's being stunted with the present discon. But uh, even though ISKM is so small, we are still trying in our few centers that we have. So, for example, in Australia, we have a handful of cows there already and they're increasing slowly. And in Malaysia, we just started to have two cows again. So, like this, you know, we're trying to establish, even though we're very, very short in manpower, to be very honest. Mm. But if there is ample supply of people, devotees, and all these things can be eventually revived. That is the whole goal, actually. We have to have self-sufficient communities, not dependent on this, 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 um, um, uh, what is that, demoniac civilization. And, I mean, just like now, there is this virus. If there is a self-sufficient community, we don't have to go outside the land at all. We can be locked down and completely full with all necessities for life. You know. So that is possible uh, with this self-sufficient communities. But, you know, this has been very much disrupted in Kali Yuga. But the ad attempt is there. The, the desire is there to revive. <coughs> Although it is difficult. Next verse. 11, 17, 20. This is interesting because this is not there in the... Of course, it is there in different ways in Bhagavad Gita. But especially in this sequence... The people who are below Shudras are described here. Ashaucham anritam steyam nastikyam shushka vigraha kamaha krodhascha tarshascha sabhavontyavasayinam Dirtiness, dishonesty, thievery, that means stealing, faithlessness. Faithlessness is in what? Faithlessness in God, nastikyam. No, atheistic, atheistic tendencies. Shushka Vigraha, useless quarrel, lust, kama, anger, krodha, and hankering, tarsha, constitute the nature of those in the lowest position outside the Varnashram system. Antyavasayinam, the last, in the lowest, antya means in the lowest, you see. This is the, uh, I think, we have more of these people nowadays than all the other four. This is considered the fifth class man. So the fifth class civilization is being promoted with modern so-called advancement of human civilization. Where is the advancement? From first class, we have gone down to fifth class now. This is mostly what we see in the world today. Dirtiness, dishonesty, thievery, faithlessness in God, useless quarrel, Lust, anger and hankering 
constitute the nature of those in the lowest position outside. That means even the Shudras don't have these things. So although it is considered a fourth class man, he is not having these things. He is not dirty, he is clean. He is not dishonest, he is honest. Honestly, he serves the rest of three classes. And he does not steal. He is not a thief. And faithlessness. That means, Shudra is also a believer in God. If somebody is not believer in God, even though he may be in a Brahmin family or Vaishnava family, if he is a non-believer, he is a rascal number one, fifth class man. Hmm? Lust, anger and hankering. These are also absent in even the fourth class man. We are, ten- we are saying fourth class, fourth class or what? You know, they say, oh, how, how can you, you know, say, you know, Shudras, you know, fourth class, discriminate. We are not discriminating. But even the fourth class man in human civil- Vedic civilization is so better than the so-called first class man of today's civilization. We have big so-called leaders and famous personalities who are completely having these qualities. Fifth, Mlecha Rajanya Rupina. You know, even the leaders of countries we are finding of these qualities. So just imagine, actually that is explained, just, just go there. I think it's hmm, 12... 139, I think. Let's see. Okay, here we go. Yeah. 12, 139 and 40. Stribala Wow. You see? Huh? What is that? Shudra. Even... Okay, let's go back. Shudra. Shushroshanam dvijagavam devanam chapyamaya. You see, serving the Brahmanas, cows, and the worshipable personalities, and also the demigods, and Brahmanas, Vaishnavas, and spiritual master. This is who, for who? The fourth class, so called fourth class man of Vedic civilization, the Shudra. But here we have Kali Yuga's population. What is that? Oh, where are we? Here. This is Kaliuga population. Stribala Godvija Ghnascha. There is Shushrushanam Dvijagavam. Here, Godvija Ghna. Ghna means to kill. Killers of cows and Brahmanical culture. Stri, even women. Bala, children. Okay, let's read the whole thing. Stribala Godvija Ghnascha. Paradaradhanadritaha. Uditastam Mitapraya. Alpasatval Pakayushaha. Asanskritaha Kriyahina Rajasa Tamasavritaha Prajaste Bhaksha Ishyanti Mlecharajan Yarupinaha. These barbarians in the guise of kings will. This is the description of prediction of Kali Yuga. This, this was. Remember, this Bhagavatam was written at the end of Dwapar Yuga. Hmm? So, the predictions for Kali Yuga, how people will be in Kali Yuga, are described here. These barbarians in the guise of kings will devour the citizenry, murdering innocent women, children, cows and brahmanas and coveting the wives and property of other men. They will be erratic in their moods, have little strength of character and be very short-lived. Indeed, not purified by any Vedic rituals and lacking in the practice of regulative principles, they will be completely covered by the modes of passion and ignorance. So, this is the position now. Unfortunately, what is considered the fifth class man or even lower than that 
is what we see in the so-called heads of society today. Alright, so having learned this, there are some other verses, actually, actually to be very honest, there are four chapters from the Srimad Bhagavatam which I wanted to take you through regarding the very strict, actually these are very very strict rules of Varnashram system that are described by Narad Muni and Krishna himself. One of them is actually this chapter 17, not this one, the previous one, 11th canto 17th chapter, this chapter. So the 7th, 7th canto there are two chapters, 11th canto there are two chapters dedicated to Varnashram system. Um, we can go through them, but of course, not all of these can be revived in Kali Yuga. Um, that's why the spiritual master reveals how much is to be revived and how much is actually necessary, you know, and how much is practical. So, um, I'll take you through that and then Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's, um, what is that, viewpoint on the Varnashram system, what he said about Varnashram system and how Srila Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur and Prabhupada also wanted to revive this kind of systems. So let us kind of go through this whole system. <clears throat> okay, let's take me take you through this verses. Mm. We'll try to just read them because if we go into explanation, it's going to be, I think, few few um, tens of lectures can go on in that. But we'll just read through the whole thing so that at least we get an idea. So that just want to make this a very comprehensive resource about Varnashram. So, alright, let's go. 11.52, first of all. Shri Chamasa Uvacha Mukhabahu Rupadebhya Purushasyashramaihi Saha Chatvarojagni Revarna Gunair Vipradayah Prithak Shri Chamasa said, Each of the four social orders headed by the Brahmanas was born through different combinations of the modes of material nature from the face arms, thighs and feet of the Supreme Lord in His universal form. Thus, the four spiritual orders were also generated. Okay. Now, when we say Varnashram, there are two things. Varna and Ashram. Varna means the four social orders of society. Brahmana, Kshatriya, Vaishya, Shudra. So, this is for the social, this is the social structure. Then there is four spiritual orders. So, this is the matrix of um, uh, human society which caters to all um, material and spiritual needs of human society completely. It's a very, very scientific system. So, with Varna Ashram, so Varna are the four orders, social orders, Brahmana, Kshatriya, Vaishya, Shudra. Everyone is employed and everyone is for the service of the Lord. I think before we even go to this verse, we need to go to this verse first. Because we need to know the purpose. Why? What is actually the purpose of this whole system? Atah Pumbhir Dvija Shreshtha Varna Shrama Vibhagashaha Svanushthitasya Dharmasya Samsidhir Haritoshanam This is the reason. Now, O best among the twice born, it is therefore concluded that the highest perfection one can achieve by discharging the duties prescribed for one's own occupation according to caste divisions and orders of life is to please the personality of Godhead. The whole, the whole uh, aim for all this organization of human society in Varnashram is to please the Supreme Lord. Everybody must advance in spiritual life while taking care of all even their material necessities. That is the whole 
point but the main thing is to please the supreme lord and once he is pleased automatically our material material necessities everything will be taken care of hmm? so this is the actual and another i think if, i don't know if it is there okay not here we'll go to this verse from vishnu puran Let's go to here. You see this? This is from the Vishnu Puran. Varna Shramacha Ravata Purushena Parah Puman Vishnu Raradhya Tepantha Nanya Tatto Shakaranam. This verse has been quoted so many times in the Prabhupada's books. So, Varnashrama Acharavata, Purushena Parapuman. According to religious life, society is divided into four social divisions, Brahmana, Kshatriya, Vaishya, Shudra, and four spiritual divisions, Brahmacharya, Grahastha, Vanaprastha, and Sanyas. One needs to be trained to become a Brahmana, Kshatriya, Vaishya, or Shudra, just as one is trained to become an engineer, doctor, or lawyer. Those who are properly trained can be considered human beings. Okay, this is, Prabhupada is paraphrasing. We'll go to another translation, which is the exact translation. Okay, here we go. Vishnu Puran 3.8.9, third canto, 8th chapter, 9th verse. The same verse. Here you see the translation. One can worship the Supreme Personality of Godhead Vishnu by proper discharge of the principles of Varna and Ashrama. There is no alternative to pacifying the Lord by execution of the principles of the Varna Ashram system. So, there is no alternative for this in order to please Krishna. Because only by this way, the entire civilization can be um, dovetailed into Krishna Consciousness. Now, this is the purpose. So, the satisfaction of Krishna is the purpose of this Varnashram system. Material and spiritual advancement of everyone is taken care of in this perfect scientific system of social structure. And today, just compare that, let's compare that to today, the governmental policies of taking care of the citizens. They are trying in various ways to provide employment, to make them happy, you know, or at least promising to do so. Whether they will fulfill that promise or not, that's another thing. But they are doing these things, which is, they want to, or they are at least promising something good, but it is not achievable. We don't have to invent some schemes, family welfare activities, or some community projects. No, nothing is required. The main thing that is to be done is just to establish this Varnashram system. Everything will be perfect. So, that is not being done nowadays. It's, it's done in a very lopsided, a very, um, you know, it, it's very imperfect. And that's why nobody is happy. Nobody is happy. Everybody is thinking that democracy is good because, oh yeah, rulers and kings, they will just, you know, cause a problem you know uh, monarchy because monarchy monarchy was abused just as brahmanas abused the whole caste system the monarchy also ab abused their power they became thieves and rogues and that's why the whole monarchy was abolished now there is democracy where the people elect the leader <coughs> but each time each time they elect after the election and then when the leader comes into power and they will complain <coughs> because they are never they will never be satisfied because without Krishna Consciousness, nobody can be satisfied. There will be countless, countless number of problems. So, okay. So, we are understood the purpose of this whole system is to please the Lord. 
now um, go back to that verse this was 1152 all right <clears throat> so the four social orders brahmana um brahmanos mukhamasid bahura janya krutaha uru tadasya yadvaishah padbhyagam shudro ajayata this is one of the mantras of purusha sukta even that also confirms the same statement here mukhabahuru padebhyah purusha shashramaih sah chatvaro jagire varna gunayar vipradaya prathak so the four social orders headed by the brahmanas was born through different combinations of the modes of nature from the face so the brahmanas are coming from the face of the lord and um i mean from the universal form the brahmanas are said to come from the head or the face of the lord and um kshatriyas are from the arms of the lord and if you see it's very scientific again you know when we want to protect ourselves we want we try to protect with our hands if in some defense so that's again kshatriyas are supposed to protect the body of the society um from from unscrupulous elements hmm? so kshatriyas are from the arms brahmanas are the brain of the society kshatriyas are the arms thighs or sometimes it's even said waist you know stomach so um mukhabahuru uru uru means it is translated thighs here but also sometimes it is translated as waist stomach so stomach is the place where it is the sustenance it, it this stomach stomach will you know take in everything all the food and distribute all the energy to all parts of the body similarly the vaishyas they are the they are the what is that financial um strength of the entire body of the society they have that's why atushtir arthopachayar they're not satisfied with how much ever they get just like a hungry stomach and so they receive all this by agriculture and dairy dairy produce and then they distribute it dananishtha so just like the stomach dananishtha it is distributing the strength to all parts of the body so similarly the the vaishyas are the ones who pay taxes to the king the shudras they hardly have anything they just take from the vaishyas the salary and they are not taxed only the vaishyas 25% of the produce is taxable is taken by the government so the brahmanas are not taxed the shudras are not taxed kshatriyas no they 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 themselves are the rulers they are in charge of the treasury and all that but the vaishyas are the ones who supply the wealth of the country is gotten from the vaishyas like the stomach and then padbhyam or mukhabahur padebhya padebhya means the feet are the shudras so the shudras help move everything like just like legs move help move our body locomotive organs so everything requires locomotion so everything requires to be moved now a brahmana can have a plan okay let's build a temple who who is going to be the one who are actually going to do all the manual labor work shudras they are the locomotives of the society so it's not that they are or oh, they are fourth class or discriminate against them no they are very much necessary otherwise it's about cooperation just like all fingers are not the same similarly all people are not the same and everybody can do their own job and we can cooperate in the service of the lord that's the whole point so and even vaishyas if they want to maintain their agricultural lands and cow protection they take help from the shudras because they are the ones who actually the vaishyas manage it but the shudras actually work on the fields and all the they do the main hard job 
in every respect uh, so in this way um, the entire society can be organized in this way so these are the four social orders are born from the um, head arms waist and legs of the supreme lord now thus the four spiritual orders were also cre- generated now in from what what part of are the Brahma, brahmachari grihastha vanaprastha sanyas are produced of the from, of the what part of the lord that is explained in this one 11 17 14 the married order of life that means the grihastha household life appeared from the loins of my universal form krishna himself is speaking this to uddhava the the grihasthas are coming from the loins or the genitals of the supreme lord the celibate students from my heart the brahmacharis brahmacharyam hridomama vakshah sthalad vanevasa vakshah sthalad so from the chest heart and chest usually are the same place but it is described like that heart especially heart is brahmacharya vakshah sthalad vanevasa the vanaprasthas and sanyasa shirasisthitah from the head of the universal form so the sanyasis are the heads of the entire society all the entire varnashram the sanyasis are the heads of all all of them even the brahmanas because of course sanyasi is also supposed to be already a brahmana but much much more advanced in his brahmanical life so sanyasis are the overall leaders of the entire society and they direct the others how to live proper lives and god consciousness so this is the structure of varna and ashrama whereas varna is a social division and ashrama is the division of one's life one's life like his lifetime brahmachari first and then van um, grahastha and then vanaprastha sanyas these are stages of life and brahmanas they have to go through all the four brahmacharya grahastha vanaprastha and sanyas ashrams the kshatriyas they go through three brahmacharya vana uh, grahastha vanaprastha no sanyas that's why if you see pandavas they left the kingdom and along with their wife they went to the holy place of the himalayas and then of course they all gave up their body they did not take sanyas they did not so until kshatriyas until vanaprastha vaishyas brahmacharya grahastha not even vanaprastha they are attached to family life and they can't give up that is vaishya finally shudra only grahastha not even brahmacharya that means that's why shudras usually have no initiation because sometimes they cannot follow the rules so strictly but they are very nice and they they can you know um, help the others but they themselves cannot follow the rules properly so and they cannot even understand all the vedic they cannot memorize the shlokas they don't they are not philosophically minded they but they are very good at their hands and you know skills and they can help the others so in this way so shudra only grihastha <laughs> and if you see today's life in today's civilization everybody is just in the grihastha only only in the householder there is no brahmacharya at all all that means shudra what is brahmachari means not just uh, uh unmarried man or a bachelor no 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 that's not a brahmachari brahmachari gurukule vasandanto gurorhitam 
he must stay in the gurukul under the guidance of guru not with the parents and all that is not brahmachari brahmachari means he must stay in with the guru and be trained in spiritual discipline uh, that is brahmachari so that is practically non existent today it's a, it's an extinct species almost endangered species rather it was extinct prabhupada revived it now it is kind of endangered <laughs> so yeah everybody must try you know even that's why even the grahasthas should always think of how to make their sons brahmacharis and train them the whole whole way through in spiritual life all right so that is the uh, divisions now just show you one verse from the 7th canto 11th chapter 35th verse yasya yal this is spoken by narada muni yasya yal lakshanam proktam pumso varna bhivyanjakam yadanyatrapi drisheta tattenaiva vinirdishet if one shows the symptoms of being brahmana kshatriya vaishya or shudra as described above even if he has appeared in a different class he should be accepted according to those symptoms of classification not according to his birth yad anyatra api drishyata even if he appears in say a brahmana family but he has the qualities of a shudra he is to be considered a shudra or if somebody is born in a shudra family or even chandal family but if he shows the qualities of brahmana ah yes he is brahmana there is a famous story from about gautam muni he was in this forest and um one boy one tribal boy came to him and said he wants to become his disciple so that boy was about um, 20 years old you know around that age young man so he said i want to be your disciple i i heard that you are a great sage gautam muni i want to be your disciple so gautam muni said i only take brahmanas as my disciple are you a brahmana he said uh, i don't know so who is your father is he a brahmana he said i have ne- never seen my father um okay you are, you ask your mother i will wait here you go and ask he went he asked his mother and next day he came back because far so um <clears throat> he he came back and he said my mother also doesn't know who my father is then gautam muni said okay you are a brahmana i will take you as my disciple what is going on <laughs> what your mother doesn't know who your father is and you are a brahmana what is this so how come what happened here because a 20 year old man very well knows what it means when his mother does not know her father that means she slept around with so many men that means her character is so not good and if a mother says that i don't know who your father is which one is your father that means a, a grown up man he will understand what that means but he came and told so again that that means his mother was like a prostitute and how can how can such a boy be a brahmana but gautam muni said all right you are a brahmana when he said that when the boy said my mother doesn't know who my father is okay you are a brahmana why because he saw that this boy this man was so honest so starkly honest it is a shame to tell about one's mother in that way but he was so honest that even the truth was so bad he just confidently and honestly without any cover up he told the truth and when gautam muni saw that quality in him he said you are a brahmana 
because you have the of course he did not explain here this is this is the reasoning that is given because he has the honesty that that kind of honesty that level of honesty that even one can speak about one's own mother in a truthful way even when the thing is very shameful without any consideration but just to speak the truth that is a sign of honesty and that is a, an ex- exemplary sign of honesty not even found in ordinary per- people in the civilized world so he found that in the tribal boy and he said you are a brahman i have come you are my disciple now so this is this is these are there and for example vishwamitra he was born a kshatriya but he became a brahmana ravan he was born of a brahmana but he became a kshatriya of course he became a demon <laughs> so even worse but so even uh, for example uh, hiranyakashipu he was born of a kashyapa muni who was a brahmana but he became a kshatriya and all was even demon and we have um, uh, prahlad maharaj who was born of a demon but became a vaishnav greater than even brahmana that example is also there then there is uh, bali maharaj who is also born in the demon family in uh, another example is vritasura born in the demon family forget about this monkeys vanaras they became devotees animals i mean come on even this is not even humans this is not forget about brahmana kshatriya vaishya shudra or even chandalam lecha animals they also became devotees jatayu bird became devotee and when the ram setu was being built squirrels also were serving the lord putting their own small pebbles building the bridge across to lanka so squirrels became devotees so anybody and everybody has the birth right for krishna consciousness anybody who is devotionally inclined the lord is available to them it is not that he is only available to the first class brahmanas only and then shudras cannot enter the temple these things nonsense things have started and that's what actually uh, completely angered the entire population in india and that's why the whole reform of abolishment of caste system was undertaken because of this nonsense of course one must come in a clean um, state when one comes to the temple and sometimes shudras they don't they don't take a bath or they pass stool and come and you know they may do certain thing and they may eat meat and come sometimes so yes so so if they are not doing something right they should be educated how to do them do it right not that oh you are you are shudra you cannot come to the temple what is this nonsense this is not at all this is not brahmanical culture at all this is not vedic civilization every the temple is built so that people can come how can somebody not become not not allowed to come of course if he is an offender and if he comes there to offend the lord and offend the devotees offend the brahmanas that's a different thing then he should not be allowed because you know rather than offend the lord he stay somewhere else because by doing such offense he will become even more sinful such persons should not be allowed in the temple yes but not who are very sincere and you know wanting to advance in spiritual life they must always be allowed right all right so having understood this now let's look at wow 915 how long when you can we go okay maybe i will just you know what i will just direct you to the chapters maybe you can read by yourself all the symptoms of you know uh, brahmana kshatriya vaishya shudra and all the different thing otherwise we can probably do it tomorrow again on this verse and we can cover those chapters let me know in the comments which one do you prefer shall we go them through them tomorrow because if we really start now we're not going to finish until 11 being very honest 
and after that the question and answers he'll never end so probably i'm thinking either um tomorrow or you read yourself and we go to the next verse i think we since we are anyway covering all these things probably we will go through all those chapters tomorrow and also i want to touch upon what chaitanya mahaprabhu said and bhaktisiddhan saraswati thakur and prabhupada and all that so i think we will do like that 915 let me know in the comments if this is what you agree for because i think that makes more sense because i don't want to hold you up too long we will take the question and answers questions now and uh, we'll wrap up today's session yeah so pooja mataji she's saying we can do tomorrow yeah please continue tomorrow yeah i think that's that's logical okay <clears throat> what time 7:30 pm singapore time if you're in india it's 5 pm translate to your to your geographical location it's 7:30 pm singapore time and actually you know what tomorrow is am am ask me anything monday so how does that pan out can we shift the ama to tuesday that won't be ama am it will be amat but <laughs> because you know, then it will be continuation because today today it is um this topic and today tomorrow also if we can continue it will be like you know in two continu- consecutive days but if we split it up and we have a ama session that will kind of you know split the two apart so i think i think this is what we will do ama session on tuesday for this week alone because usually we don't have this case where one verse is being discussed across two days usually that doesn't happen um so tomorrow we will continue with this and day after tomorrow we will go to the ama session which is ask me anything session we are having this weekly once for those of you who are new here so we are having this weekly once ask me anything so any questions that you have concerning your spiritual life or anything like that we can go through that because usually during these classes during these lectures we want to keep the questions to the same topic so that it just enhances the subject matter that is being discussed and not branching out to so many different directions but that ama session will be like whatever you want to ask you know you can ask and we will try our best to you know share the answers from shri prabhupada's books all right so we will stop here and we will we will take questions all right let's begin this <clears throat> one second just give me a second I'll open up the questions all right Oh we have quite a lot of questions as expected. First Oh yeah. Harsh Gupta is asking who is non-doer. So Krishna is the non-doer. So actually we need to even study that part of the verse where <clears throat> although he is the creator of the system of Varnashram he is not um one of the he does not belong to any ashram. For example when he comes as Krishna when he came as krishna he came in the he was born in the kshatriya community but then immediately after his birth he was transferred to the vaishya community and then came back to kshatriya community after his um, <clears throat> youth in his youth he came back so his childhood pastimes were done in the vaishya community of nanda maharaj and yashoda so he showed the importance of cow protection and agriculture <clears throat> and then he showed the importance of kshatriya 
in the service of brahmanas and other incarnations like chaitanya mahaprabhu for example he came in the brahmana community vamanadev he came as a brahmana parshuram he actually came in the brahmana community but became a and uh, you know did the um, doing, uh, what is the duty of a kshatriya parshuram that's another example of taking birth in one family and then doing another thing so the lord himself showed that and um, buddha he was born in a kshatriya family but he actually became nastik uh, atheist but he's god that's why we wrote a we wrote an article in our magazine science of godhead i think couple of years ago or something uh, can god be an atheist <laughs> that was the title of the article so we wrote about lord buddha where god himself preached atheism <laughs> but it it was actually a trick meant to turn the people to worship him and he was he himself was god so that was the article so so he can accept any role he even accepted the role of an animal boar or tortoise or a fish that doesn't change the lord he, the lord the lord doesn't become fish or he doesn't become a brahmana kshatriya vaishya no he is always uh, the same lord so that is the meaning of non doer so although he has set up the system and sometimes he himself shows by example how to execute the rules of the system but he himself is not he does not belong to any of the system he just accepting those roles to teach us how to how to behave so he is a non doer and actually that's why we haven't even gone through the entire purport of the verse so um we will go through that tomorrow and and the whole thing and um, yeah so <clears throat> next question what is the next question by bhakta virendra is varnashram system occupation based or oh, sorry is varna system occupation based in first canto shrimad bhagavatam it is mentioned that pafta brahmanas of kaliyuga were these pafta brahmanas responsible for caste system yes yes um if i can actually find that shloka um if i can actually find that shloka from uh, from chaitanya bhagavat if i'm not wrong. just give me a second i'll just try for see i'll see oh one second राक्षसा कलिमाश्रि जायंते ब्रह्मयोनिषु इस फ्रॉम द वराह पुराण नाउ दिस कोटेड इन द श्रीमद् भागवतम एक्चुअली द फुल वर्स इज देयर इन द चैतन्य भागवत लेट्स सी या ओके आई एम नॉट एबल टू शो यू द एंटायर थिंग ओके सो राक्षसा सो दिस इज एक्चुअली चैतन्य भागवत adikhanda maybe okay give me a, give me a second i will actually show you the screen 
I will show you the screen. One second. That's that's not the way I want to show it. Okay, okay. Let my face not be there for the time being. Okay, you can see here. This is Chaitanya Bhagavat Adi Khanda. I don't know if you can see if it is big enough. I'll make it a little bigger. All right, I think that should be visible. So as you can see, Chaitanya Bhagavat. Adi Khanda, 16th chapter, 301st verse. Rakshasaha Kalimashritya Jayante Brahmayonishu Utpanna Brahmana Kule Badhante Shrotriyan Krishan. In Kali Yuga, demons will take birth in the families of Brahmanas to harass those rare persons who are conversant with the Vedic way of life. And the <laughs> next verse the scriptures forbid one from touching, speaking to, or offering respect to such Brahmanas. See that? They forbid one from touching, touching even these kind of Brahmanas or even to speak to them or even offering respect to such Brahmanas. You know, this is explained. Huh? Um, so, this is, this is the truth and that's how it all started. Alright, so uh, what is the next question? Let's go to the next question. Bhakta Virendra, um, until the end of Dvapara Yuga, it was Varnashram Dharma based on qualities and occupation and was flexible. However, from the start of Kali Yuga, Brahmanical literatures like such as Dharma Shastras, Niti Shastras and Manusmriti transformed flexible Varnashram system into rigid caste system which was rejected by Jainism and Buddhism. Ka Why do you put a question mark? It is a, it is a full stop there. <laughs> caste system became to be practiced in Vedic society during the rule of the 16 Mahajan Padas which ruled India from the start of Kali Yuga. So, um, no, actu uh, yeah, actually the, the fall down, Prabhupada explained this, the fall down of the caste system, the it's not a flexible or rigid, it is always rigid, but rigid on the principle of merit. You know, it's always rigid. We should never take Krishna's instructions to be flexible, they're always rigid. Um, they're always fact and not fact. It is just everything is just absolute. There's no speculation involved there. But it is rigid in the matter of guna and karma vibhagasha and not according to janma vibhagasha. So, so that terminology has to be changed first. Then the next thing is so it is not from flexible to rigid it was made. No, it was changed, it changed from the authorized caste system to a something which was not authorized, birth-based. So that was the problem. And Prabhupada explained the downfall of the Brahmanas happened with started with Shringi, that boy, the twelve-year-old Brahmana boy, who actually cursed Maharaj Parikshit <coughs> to die within seven days. But Maharaj Parikshit was such a saintly king, and he sh and this boy, Brahmana boy, although so powerful that even at the age of twelve, his curse was so strong that just by uttering it, the snake bird actually came and killed. Parishit Maharaj. So such powerful, powerful, I mean such power he had, <clears throat> but he misused it. So Prabhupada explained that the beginning of the downfall of the Brahmanical culture happened from that boy, Shringi. And after that, it all just went on a downward spiral and everything became topsy-turvy. 
नेक्स्ट क्वेश्चन बाय भक्तिन पूजा व्हाट इज द डिफरेंस बिटवीन ब्राह्मणा एंड वैष्णवा अमेजिंग क्वेश्चन वी विल वी विल ट्राई टू एक्चुअली गो थ्रू दिस टुमारो एंड इफ फॉर सम रीजन वी कॉन्ट फिनिश टुमारो बिकॉज यू नो नाउ यू हैव आस्ट दिस क्वेश्चन दैट्स अ होल डिफरेंट लेवल मे विल गो थ्रू इट ब्रीफली एंड शो ऑल द वर्सेज but that means we will have a lot to connect a uh, lot to sorry lot to cover uh, tomorrow let's see how that goes if at all the session extends to another day then we will have the ama session on wednesday <laughs> let's see how that goes tomorrow so please give me permission that i will uh, please give me permission to uh, answer this tomorrow but in short i will just answer you what is the difference between brahmana and vaishnava so first of all the definition of brahmana is brahma janati iti brahmana so brahmana means he must know brahma that means he should know spiritual knowledge and he must be practicing it as well and brahma means the absolute truth and the absolute truth is understood in three phases brahmeti paramatmeti bhagavan iti shabdate as we know from the shrimad bhagavatam 1.2.11 so this is the three stages of the absolute truth brahmeti parmatma bhagavan so anybody whether he is a brahman realized or parmatma realized or bhagavan realized or if he is desiring for any of these realizations and he is cultivating in that way <clears throat> so he is a brahmana so brahmana is a broad category who are after transcendence who are after the absolute truth who want to attain the absolute truth he is a brahmana brahma janati iti brahmana there is a definition huh? <clears throat> what is that and the full verse is actually janmana jayate shudra samskarat bhavet dvija veda pathat bhavet vipra brahma janati iti brahmana so by birth everybody is shudra samskarat bhavet dvija when one is properly trained uh, and uh, under the guidance of a spiritual master then he is advija twice born when he gets initiation and by after initiation when he reads the scriptures and becomes very very expert then he's become vipra and then when actually one realizes the absolute truth he is called a brahmana now the absolute truth is understood in three phases so brahmana can be any of these but vaishnava means especially one who has realized the topmost bhagwan realization so even even if one accepts that krishna is the supreme personality of godhead even though um he is in this material world you know doing his material duties he is still a vaishnava vaishnava because he has already accepted the supremacy of krishna that acceptance is only knowledge acceptance is knowledge acceptance from the authority that is knowledge so if he has heard from authorities that krishna is the supreme personality of godhead and he has accepted it even though he may be a kanishtha he is more than even the impersonalist and even the paramatmavadis he is a vaishnava so a vaishnava is a devotee who has starting who has started to realize that bhagwan the means absolute truth in his personal feature as krishna who accepts krishna as the supreme personality of godhead he is a vaishnava so brahman can be any of this that is basic difference so brahmana may or may not be a 
Vaishnava, but a Vaishnava is always a Brahmana, even much more than an ordinary Brahmana. Okay, let's go to one verse which explains this. There are so many verses, but we will just go to one verse. 7, 9, 10 of Srimad Bhagavatam to answer this. Vipradvishadguna yutada ravinda nabha pada ravinda vimukhasva pacham varishtham manyetadarpita manovachanehitartha pranam punati sakulam if a Brahmana has all 12 qualifications, 12 of the Brahmanical qualifications as they are stated in the book called Sanat Sujata, but is not a devotee and is averse to the lotus feet of the Lord, he is certainly lower than a devotee who is a dog eater but who has dedicated everything, mind, words, activities, wealth and life to the Supreme Lord. Such a devotee is better than such a Brahmana because the devotee can purify his whole family whereas the so-called Brahmana in a, fall, in, a, in a position of false prestige cannot purify even himself. So this is basic difference between Brahmana and Vaishnava. Actually, there was a, there was a very illustrious incident in the life of uh, Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur um, where <laughs> he gave a his, historic speech on difference between Brahmana and Vaishnava. And he was speaking this to the community of Brahmanas, so-called caste birthright Brahmanvadis. Okay, so in the beginning, you know how he delivered his speech. In the beginning, in the first half of, a, of his lecture, he took out so many shlokas from Vedic scriptures, glorifying the Brahmanas. He glorified the Brahmanas with so many Vedic scriptures. Um, Vedic shlokas and the Brahmanas were so happy by hearing this the birthright so-called Brahmanas who were listening to that they were so happy that wow even they did not know that there were so many shlokas in the scriptures glorifying Brahmanas <laughs> that was the condition now they were beyond beyond all happiness they were like elated to the max then after describing them and you know glorifying the Brahmanas then he spoke about Vaishnavas and took out all the shlokas glorifying the Vaishnavas. And after the presentation was finished, it the comparison, you know, the, the audience is left with an impression now about Brahmanas and Vaishnavas. And the qualities of Vaishnavas mentioned by the shlokas that was quoted by Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur was so illustrious that Brahmanas seemed nothing compared to Vaishnavas. And the Brahmanas were so much angry at the end of the lecture that they actually even plotted to even kill him. You know, they were caste Brahmins who even tried to kill Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur. The policeman, he came and told Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur that, you know, there are these caste Brahmanas who are trying to kill you. They bribed us. And you are a sadhu, we cannot do this kind of things. Honestly, I'm telling you, he, the police officer said like this. Honestly, I'm telling you, my dear Sadhu, Swamiji, we do accept bribes. We are corrupt. We know that. <laughs> Indian police. So he said, we are corrupt. We know. We do accept bribes. But when they bribed us, you know, how much they bribed them? I think 25,000 rupees or something. At that time, in 19, I don't know, 1910 to 20, somewhere around there, that amount of money is huge. That much they offered the police to to keep quiet while they murder Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur. That was their plan. But this police officer came and confessed to the 
Bhaktisiddhan Saraswati Thakur. My dear Thakur, you know, we do accept bribes, but in the matter of sadhu, we cannot. In the matter of harming a sadhu, we cannot accept bribe. No matter how much it is, we cannot accept. So we are forewarning you, you please take care of your life because there are so many people who are trying to attack you. That much they were angered. That much he, you know, he, he projected. And there is actually a book, in fact, we have that. I did not even read it until now. I should read it. And um, Brahmana and Vaishnava. There is a book, this, this thick book, Brahmana and Vaishnava. Beautiful book. That is about that talk. So, so we will try to cover that um, in more detail, maybe tomorrow, hopefully. Let's see how that goes. Next question. <clears throat> By Sharanam Ram Prasad. Um, Hare Krishna Prabhu, Lord Chaitanya says in Kali Yuga, one should chant the Mahamantra. Why Lord say there is no other way three times? So, okay. So, basically, the verse that he, he is referring to is, Harer Nama, Harer Nama, Harer Nama, Iva Kevalam, Kalau Nasteva, 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 Kataranyatha. I'll just take it out for, I think many of you already know this verse, but some of you may not know. Harer Nama, Iva Kevalam. Let's see. Okay. Adalila, chapter 7, verse 76 of Chaitanya Charitamrita, this verse is quoted. Harer Nama, Harer Nama, Harer Nama, Iva Kevalam, Kalau Nasteva, Nasteva, Nasteva Gatiranyatha. For spiritual progress in the age of Kali, there is no alternative, there is no alternative, there is no alternative to the holy name, the holy name, the holy name of the Lord. <laughs> Three times each. Holy name, holy name, holy name. No other way, no other way, no other way. Why? To drill into our head, because our head is so dull-headed. You know, we are dull heads. You know, absolutely nothing goes into our head. So, we don't remember when we hear once. When we, so three times, do it, do it, do it. Chant, chant, chant. Don't try anything. Don't try anything. Don't try anything. So then we are like, oh, okay, okay, understood. So, and also there is, uh, Prabhupada also explained in a uh, different way. That means there is no use of karma, jnana, and yoga. So no other way. That means not karma yoga, uh, and or not karma, karma. You know, in the Vedas there are karma, jnana, and yoga. So, not karma, not jnana, not yoga, only bhakti. Only that too, even in bhakti, there are smaranam, there is all these things, but just chanting, that is the easiest. In fact, um, what is that verse? Let's take that verse out. Um, 11th canto, 5th chapter, 38th verse, in the purport, I think. There is this verse. What is that starting line? Okay, just give me some time for a few seconds. Ah, this is the one. Vaishnava Chintamani. As you can see on the screen here. Aghachit smaranam vishnur bahvaya se nasadhyate oshthas pandana matrena kirtanam tutatovaram. Although capable of destroying all sins, the remembrance of Lord Vishnu is achieved only with extraordinary effort. So, remembering Lord Vishnu is what we should do. But, so if you know the nine processes of devotional service, Sravanam, Kirtanam, Vishnu, Smaranam, Archanam, Mandaram, Padasevanam, Dasam, Sakhyam, Atman, Vedanam. So, other things sometimes are, you know, they are all doable, but not to the extent. Uh, that is, Kirtanam. Kirtanam is the easiest. And Smaranam, thinking of Krishna, is very difficult. 
ఎస్పెషల్లీ ఇన్ కలియుగ వన్ హ్యాస్ టు మెడిటేట్ ఆన్ కృష్ణ బట్ ఇస్ వెరీ వెరీ చంచలం హిమన కృష్ణ ఫుల్ ఆఫ్ డిస్టర్బెన్స్ ఉపాద్రుత ఉపద్రుత మీన్స్ కంప్లీట్ డిస్టర్బ్డ్ అవర్ మైండ్ ఇస్ డిస్టర్బ్డ్ ఇన్ కలియుగ సో మనీ డిస్ట్రాక్షన్స్ సో దేర్ ఫోర్ ఇట్ ఇస్ సైడ్ ఆల్ దో కేపబుల్ ఆఫ్ డిస్ట్రాయింగ్ ఆల్ సిన్స్ ద రిమెంబరెన్స్ ఆఫ్ లార్డ్ విష్ణు ఇస్ అచీవ్డ్ ఓన్లీ విత్ ఎక్స్ట్రాడినరీ ఎఫర్ట్ ఆన్ ది అదర్ హ్యాండ్ వన్ మై పర్ఫామ్ కృష్ణ కీర్తన్ సింప్లీ బై మూవింగ్ వన్స్ లిప్స్ అండ్ దస్ దిస్ ప్రోసెస్ ఇస్ సుపీరియర్ దట్ మీన్స్ ద సేమ్ బెనిఫిట్ ఆఫ్ రిమెంబరింగ్ కృష్ణ వీఆర్ గెటింగ్ బై మూవింగ్ అవర్ లిప్స్ హరే కృష్ణ హరే కృష్ణ 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 హరే 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 రామ్ హరే రామ్ 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 హరే హరే జస్ట్ బై మూవింగ్ అవర్ లిప్స్ వీఆర్ ఫోస్ట్ రిమెంబర్ కృష్ణ సో దిస్ ఈస్ ఈవెన్ మోర్ ఈజియర్ అండ్ ద సేమ్ బెనిఫిట్ దట్ మీన్స్ దట్స్ వై దిస్ ఇస్ సుపీరియర్ బికాస్ ఇట్ ఈస్ అవైలబుల్ నౌ టు ఎవ్రీబడి సో సో ఈవెన్ అమంగ్ డివోషనల్ సర్వీస్ చాంటింగ్ ఈస్ ది ఈజియస్ట్ అండ్ దట్స్ వై బికాస్ మరణం లైక్ ధ్రువ మహారాజ్ హీ వెన్ టు ద ఫారెస్ట్ అండ్ మెడిటేటెడ్ ఫర్ సిక్స్ మంత్స్ యూనో హ్యూజ్ ఐ మీన్ ఎనార్మస్ అమౌంట్స్ ఆఫ్ ఎఫర్ట్ బట్ దట్ ఇస్ నాట్ పాసిబుల్ సో ఈవెన్ దోస్ మరణం ఈస్ యూనో వన్ ఆఫ్ ద ఐటమ్స్ బట్ స్టిల్ ఈవెన్ దట్ ఈస్ నాట్ ఈజీలీ ఎగ్జిక్యూటబుల్ దిస్ చాంటింగ్ దట్స్ వై హరేర్ నామ్ హరేర్ నామ్ హరేర్ నామ్ ఐవ కేవలం దట్స్ వై ఇట్ ఇస్ రిపీటెడ్ సో మెనీ టైమ్స్ నెక్స్ట్ question from uh, bhakta nabajit hari krishna prabhu ji in kaliyuga all these qualities of brahmanas 9 kshatriya 7 vaishyas 3 and shudras 3 shudra well um, yeah one sometimes three exists do they do yeah so that's why prabhupad created this community of krishna consciousness where he is training up brahmanas especially brahmana community and anyone who follows prabhupad and since your disciple he will have he will develop all these qualities in fact vaishnav has all good qualities you know 5 18 12 see the thing is the qualities may be already there but they are suppressed because of the wrong training system that is happening in the education system now the education system is not facilitating the the <clears throat> manifestation of some of these qualities especially astikyam for example faith in god where is the education system that increases the faith in god so people may have that tendency but it is not if, if there is a spark if you fan it properly then it can it can become a big fire but there is no system there is no structure of society where, which is providing for that spanning uh, sorry spanning fanning that spark of spiritual life so there is no structure in the society so that is this varnashram system so people have these qualities in a very suppressed way if they are given facility they can they can rise i'll give an example a mundane example like sports for example just take sports now in india there is not much facility for if one wants to be a sportsman it's very difficult in india some sports now are gaining some Uh, ground by uh, in the in the form of cricket and so and some other sports no that's why you see in the olympics there is no absolutely no indians there hardly any but, but in china i have been to china just last october and we went to the stadium where we had a kirtan in a small room not in not in the big stadium but while we were having this kirtan we were having this um, special program but i saw how much facility they have all the youth hundreds and thousands of them they were having some competitions and all that and they have training they have in enormous infrastructure for sports development 
Now, Indians also might have, some of the people might have such sporting tendencies and they might, but because of no facility, they really can't do much with that, even if they have certain skills. They will just have to do it as a hobby and then find other, another occupation and come, you know, achieve their livelihood. So, I'm not saying we should promote sports or something, that's not the whole issue. The point is, the tendency may be there in a person, but if there is no facility from the government, then it will be stunted. So, the qualities are always there, but people are forced to go through the Shudra education system and be employed and that's all they know. So, that's why our movement is to revive, to give facility for those sincere souls who actually whose spiritual life can be fanned and you know can the spark can be turned into the fire and then you know that's the whole point so th- let's look at this verse yasyasti bhaktir bhagavatya kinchana sarvair gunaistatra samasate suraha harava bhaktasya kuto mahad guna manorathe nasati dhavato bahi all the demigods and their exalted qualities such as religion knowledge and renunciation become manifest in the body of one who has developed unalloyed devotion for the supreme personality of godhead vasudev all the good qualities come in the body of the devotee. On the other hand, a person devoid of devotional service and engaged in material activities has no good qualities. Even if he is adept at the practice of mystic yoga or the honest endeavor of maintaining his family and relatives, he must be driven by his own mental speculations and must engage in the service of the Lord's external energy. How can there be any good qualities in such a man? So this, um, this is the... <coughs> This is the thing. Huh? So Vaishnava, he can, he, ha- in fact, one who is not, who does not come to the point of Vaishnava, he, any advancement he makes is actually not good, not good enough because it, the whole advancement is, advancement means what? What is progress? What is progress? If you are making, if you are going nearer the destination, that is progress. But if the def- destination itself is wrong, how much ever we may progress to that destination, that is not considered progress in terms of the Vedas. When, like in your GPS, when you turn on the GPS, now it shows you the progress, okay, you have this many kilometers more. Okay, now as you go further and follow the route, your destination, I mean your distance to the destination decreases. That means progress. But if the aim, if the destination of human society is not uh, devotional service to Krishna, then we are going farther away from the destination. That's not progress. That's that's regression or or what is it called? Retrograde motion. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, in short, those qualities exist, but they need to be given facility. Next. Okay, there were some verses quoted about Ajamil and how in the beginning of his life he was actually a qualified Brahmana but later on got deviated with the um, association of a prostitute. That's how dangerous association is. Even if one is full of good qualities, if he takes the wrong association, then he can go way off track. So here, that's why the Krishna consciousness, Prabhupada created the society so that we can have an association where all are devotees. Like Ajamil, he was a qualified Brahmana, as you can see in this verse. You will see now. And let us see first, and then we will talk about it. 
अयम ही श्रुत संपन्न शील वृत्त गुणालय धृतव्रत मृदुर्दात सत्यवान्मंत्रुचि गुर्वग्नितिथिवृद्धा शुश्रूषुर्नहृतसुहृत्साधुर्मितवागनसूयक एक्चुअली दिस् 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 कॉट दिस् वर्स टाइज टू दैट क्वेश्चन विथ प्रभु ई मीन भक्त नबजित आस्ट अबाउट द क्वालिटीज रीड द ट्रांसलेशन फर्स्ट In the beginning, this Brahmana named Ajamal studied all the Vedic literatures. He was a reservoir of good character, good conduct, and good qualities. Firmly established in executing all the Vedic injunctions, he was very mild and gentle, and he kept his mind and senses under control. Furthermore, he was always truthful. He knew how to chant the Vedic mantras, and he was also very pure. Ajamal was very respectful to his spiritual master, the fire god, guests, and the elderly members of his household. Indeed, he was free from false prestige. He was upright. benevolent to all living entities and well behaved he would never speak nonsense or envy anyone i mean he was not just like a loafer idiot you know who got who, who was who, who got carried away by um, by a prostitute he was this he was this before he fell down now sometimes you know people sometimes devotees even ask oh how come you know just by one chant in the end of his life he became all perfect you know that means it encourages people to you know commit all sins and then just chant krishna name at the end of their life and then go back to krishna no it's not so easy he, this is what he was and that's why krishna saved him krishna made him chant the name narayana in fact i read i heard from somewhere i don't know how far it is true that how did he get to name his son as narayana there was somebody some sanyasi who came to the house and then he advised him to name his son narayan something like that i don't know how how much of this true story is true i don't know where but anyway somehow or other he named his son narayana out of good fortune how did that happen because krishna was thinking of how to save him because this man is getting old he did something to me i mean not to me for me he he did some devotional service he rendered some devotional service in his early early days so I, let me reward him for that and clean him from all this dirtiness so although he was with a prostitute and all he fell down so badly he lost all these good qualities by association with a prostitute this is what we're saying the qualities in the people exist but with the association of a prostitute he lost everything he ate, ate he ate her food he lost everything similarly a a person may have all these qualities but in the modern education and the modern society the men and women are you know freely intermingling and he what he saw and fell down he saw this woman having sex and intimate scenes with another man and that got him all worked up i mean and he lost his sense nowadays how much of it is available in the palm of one's hand one can watch pornography nowadays and even not pornography so called not pornography movies bollywood hollywood full of these intimate scenes huh? how how will i mean a person with this kind of character fell down we can be greater than this is it huh? how much more we are susceptible to falling falling down as what's happening they are having condoms in the, when they are teenagers they are having sex already in the school and so where these qualities cannot be you know brought about they are already having wrong association everything is going down and that's the education system that we have today education is not just the thing that you learn in the class you know education i mean in the school what is, what else is happening 
there is association i mean what kind of association wrong association non devotees frivolous boys and girls together and they will purposely make them together and put some group projects where the boys and girls must joke around laugh around and th- th- this is so called brahmachari training in our modern schools where that is exactly not to be done and you know talk loosely you know and talk about who when it comes to group projects let's let's, let's be very honest who talks about only the project and nothing else no they talk about you know what is your favorite movie what is your favorite actor what is your favorite actress you know and then it goes on all this frivolous talk now how do, how do you like her dress how do you like his his dance and they, they, you know, these kind of conversations become very detrimental and become very loose and people and then eventually it will lead to the actual action of sex and they're doing it like that so all these things it's a it's a package it's not that when you go into the school or college you're just learning and you know in the school and then just listening what the teacher says and after that closing your eyes and you know all the three monkey philosophy you know close your mouth throw uh, close your ears and close your eyes is that so no it's actually a monkey philosophy because monkey is with a he monkey is with 20 she monkeys having sex with each or each one of them this is markata markata vairaga <coughs> so um, monkey monkey education so this is what is happening so anyway let's get back to next question um question by bhakta virendra do you feel the brahmanas didn't follow their own shastras by ruling society for their own benefit um well we have already covered that they went against the shastra taken by birth right yeah um are these barbarians muslim and christian rulers that rule india no even the hindus i mean the hindus actually mainly because they are the ones who started this whole thing and i don't want to get into this controversial thing or blaming muslims or christians or anybody for that we ourselves i mean let the invaders come but if we remain strong why do we why do we have to point fingers to others the problem was with us none none will be able to shake us for example now we are we are trying to be krishna conscious and devotees you ask any person to come and change our faith change our this thing nobody can change nobody can change i don't know about you but by the mercy of krishna they won't be able to change us nobody in this world why because we are strong in our knowledge <coughs> by the grace of shri prabhupada chaitanya mahaprabhu krishna and the vaishnavas this is the whole point we have to be strong why do we have to blame muslims or christians or whatever we ourselves our whole so called brahmanas they they spoiled the whole thing and they gave facility for the others to just take advantage of that fault we already had a fault is ours so we have to rectify our own we have to <coughs> you know uh, rectify our own fault we have to learn all these scriptures under the guidance of shri prabhupada and that's what exactly he has done he has revived that and not only that he has preached this to others who the so called muslims or christians who were you know supposedly you know invaded india and all that he went to their lands and preached to them this is what we need to do and the perfection of all religion whether it be christian muslim and everything is to be is already found in our sanatan dharma our hari krishna movement once um, some of the devotees actually asked prabhupad <coughs> they were you know prabhupad was sitting in a, on an evening darshan and you know the disciples all were sitting and one of them asked shri prabhupad uh, what will happen to the sincere muslims and christians or you know buddhists or something like that or what will happen to them then prabhupada asked um you know so the the question was 
will they will they you know be admitted into the kingdom of god so prabhupada just simply said are you uh, were you not you know are you not um, sincere muslims and christians or you know uh, buddhists or all these things so because you were sincere you came to this movement and now you are making advancement and now you are coming to krishna consciousness actually they were from you know christians all from christian background i mean the, even some you know from iran and all that uh muslim and buddhist and all kind of background atheistic background whatever it is but they have been sincere in their inquiry and the parmatma saw that and they came to the movement and you know they they became perfect so proper just asked them are, are you not sincere christians that's why you came here and you now you're taking advantage and, and now you, you can you know so anybody who sincerely follows jesus or muhammad or their religion properly will always have the grace of god will always have the grace of krishna they will get the ultimate perfection ultimately so we should not blame this religion or that religion for whatever has happened to us we should blame ourselves and we should blame means what next to identify first the problem and then to rectify it but if we if we remain on the platform that we don't identify the problem if we keep pointing fingers at others we are not owning up to the problem and therefore the problem will never be solved because we keep any time anything happens we just keep blaming the the other party this is wrong apaishanam free from fault finding we should introspect and then rectify so anyway all that is already given now the system is already given we have to just have to take up what was given by prabhupada and we have to carry it out next um question by krishna smaranam prabhu can a fifth class man become a guru if he becomes first class a fifth class man can become a first class and that is explained if he becomes first class yes he can become guru but remaining on the fifth class he cannot become guru that is nonsense 3337 ahobatashvapachoto gariyan yajjih vagre vartate nama tubhyam te pustapaste jogushasnurarya brahmanu churnam agrananti yete oh how glorious are they whose tongues are chanting your holy name even if born in the families of dog eaters such persons are worshipable persons who chant the holy name of your lordship must have executed all kinds of austerities and fire sacrifices and achieved all the good manners of the aryans to be chanting the holy name of your lordship they must have bathed at holy places of pilgrimage studied the vedas and fulfilled everything required now another verse shatkarmani puno vipro mantratantra visharadah see okay let's let's see this kiba vipra kibanyasi shudra kena noy jai krishna tattvavitta shai guru hoy chaitanya mahaprabhu madhilila 8.128 it does not matter whether a person is a vipra learned scholar in vedic wisdom or is born in a lower family or is in the renounced order of life if he is master in the science of krishna he is the perfect and bona fide spiritual master नेक्स्ट षटकर्मणिपुण विप्रो मंत्रतंत्र विशारद अवैष्णव गुरुर्न सैष्णव स्वपचो गुरु अ स्कॉलरली ब्राह्मण एक्सपर्ट इन ऑल सब्जेक्ट्स ऑफ वैदिक नॉलेज इज अनफिट टू बिकम अ स्पिरिचुअल मास्टर विदाउट बीइंग अ वैष्णव और एक्सपर्ट इन द साइंस ऑफ कृष्ण कॉन्शियसनेस बट अ पर्सन बॉर्न इन अ फैमिली ऑफ अ लोअर कास्ट स्वपच यू नो लोअर कास्ट मीन्स यू एक्जैक्ट संस्कृत वर्ड इज स्वपच मीन्स डॉग इट और चंडाला फिफ्थ सिक्स क्लास मैन और इवन टेन्थ क्लास मैन 
yeah, can become a spiritual master if he is a Vaishnava or Krishna conscious. That means he must rise. He must rise, of course. If he has become pure devotee, just like the um, who is that Mrigari Mrigari was such of course he did not I don't I don't know if he has become actually a guru later on but he became a pure devotee from absolute 10th class standard became first class so yeah he can two things qualification he has to be qualified and he has to be authorized by his guru then he can become a guru yeah anybody Next question by Bhakta Ayapa. Does devotees and Brahmanas in modern military in Kshatriya Varna? Well, if they do have that tendency of heroism, they have Kshatriya Varna, a Kshatriya quality. But um, unfortunately, they are fighting in armies where they don't they are not fighting a Dharma Yuddha many times. Very few times it is Dharma Yuddha. Mostly it is Karma Yuddha, you know. Some like Kurukshetra. Because it was Dharma Yuddha and the Kshatriya uh, thing was the tendency was properly used. Usually the commanders in chief, they are the Kshatriyas. The the, the people in the warriors, other warriors, the ground, the infantrymen, they are not always Kshatriyas, they are usually Shudras. That's why you see many times in the wars, in the Mahabharata, in the Ramayana, in the Krishna Leela, when the commander-in-chief dies, the, all the soldiers become in disarray, they become all, you know, um, confused and, you know, they're scared of their lives and they run away. And again, the commander-in-chief brings them back, you know, a new commander or something like that. Many times there are stories as that. That means the, the, the ground men, the infantry, they are all not considered Kshatriya. They are mostly Shudras. If you have so many Kshatriyas, you know, armies and armies, all Kshatriyas, no. The royal family, the king, they are Kshatriyas. But this, the army, the infantry and all that, they are usually Shudras. But under the guidance of Kshatriyas, they also fight. Yeah. Under the So the Kshatriyas duty is to not only be heroic himself, but he has to instill that, you know, that fire of heroism in all the people. And when he... You know, uh, raises his war cries and when he motivates them, then he, they become, yes, yes, and then they all fight. When the guy dies, that's it, they all they all are running here and there for their lives, <laughs> because they're Shudras. So, so, anyway, the warrior spirit is Kshatriya, but again, not properly used and like that. Not in the, properly set. The whole point is not Vishnu or Aradhyate, or to worship Vishnu or Krishna. That's why it is, all, everything is like misplaced. Next, uh, question by Gergali Sabados from Hungary. Uh, are there any tendencies toward other Varnas that should be considered in a man doing a given service? Yes, sometimes, actually a Vaishnava for example. A Vaishnava, even if he is scholar or something, he will not hesitate to do the work of a Shudra in the service of Krishna. Like for example, Shudras, you know, for example, for example, cleaning the toilet or cleaning the pots. They are usually a servant, you know, some Shudra, usually Shudra does that, a maid or somebody, you know, who does that. But for Krishna, he will he will do any, any menial task, like even Krishna himself, under the order of Guru, they went to in the forest and then got the, you know, firewood, you know, it was raining, he and Sudama were there. So he did such menial service for the Guru, even though he was a Kshatriya, not Kshatriya, Supreme Personality of Godhead. 
and he did it so he is showing us that a vaishnava under the guidance of guru he should be able to do anything whether it be farming whether it be you know everything uh, if that service is there it should be done so he may have certain tendencies sometimes you know mixture of here and there but what is the most prominent tendency that is usually his varna hmm. he may have other tendencies but he may not be as good as that as good in them as others maybe so accordingly he is classified but a vaishnava usually even if he is not expert at doing something he will be willing to do it if it if there is a necessity for doing it he will still offer his service in that way it's not that oh prabhu i am a big scholar i cannot sweep the floor of the temple no that uh, shudra devotees can do what is that nonsense <laughs> no that is rubbish that means he is not even learned he is a rascal because vidya vinaya sampanna vidya real vidya means he has to be humble hmm. vinamrita must come otherwise what kind of vidya is that hmm. vidya means you know one who should be heavy guru means heavy uh, with knowledge so when the fruit is heavy the tree sometimes bends down by the weight of the fruits so it becomes humble you know and bows down so that's how vidya vinaya sampanna next question by bhakti najanya is the four types of qualities means brahmana kshatriya vaishya shudra only seen in man can we see the qualities in lower birds like women and other animal forms good question so there's a nice conversation of shila prabhupad where he answers the same thing so what about the women are they brahmana kshatriya vaishya or shudra so prabhupad answered like this that it depends on the husband of that woman so if a woman is married to a brahmana then she is a brahmani if a woman married to a kshatriya she is a kshatrani and vaishya vaishya or shudrani is like this according to the man so she is her position is secondary to the man's position so her her whole identity status in society is connected with the man dependent on the man so the man must be a good leader for the wife and she has to follow such husband and then her position is defined in society this also prabhupad explained <clears throat> next question by bhakta animals well animals they don't have varnashram they don't have this is for human society then um, question by vijay prabhu from uk some people think that the caste system will always fail because whoever is in control will cheat to keep his power for himself or his offspring so even if we have a perfect system it will get corrupted due to people naturally cheating and abusing their power even iskon has these problems to some extent how can this be overcome good question so that's why we have to be strong in our spiritual values that's the only way this can work it has to come from sincerity it has to come and that's why prabhupada actually established the gbc which is supposed gbc is the governing body commission for those of you who do not know so he established that the gbc to govern the affairs of the movement to to ensure that devotees all across the world they're following all the spiritual standards and all the etiquette and everything everything all standards But the problem is again as he said corruption happened in gbc and that's was that was a downfall just like that's the sad state of affairs in kaliyuga just like brahmanas they were supposed to lead the whole society but shringi started a a a a trend where the person who is supposed to lead the society failed and acted wrongly and that was the co- cause of the downfall so if the leaders it all depends on the leaders 
so and leaders they have their conduct has to be genuinely sincere that's why the the that um episode of ekalavya why ekalavya was denied the right to um learn martial arts because although he did have the skill he did not have the mentality of her. his ma- mentality was corrupt and which is why dronacharya did not want him as a student uh, <clears throat> so and eventually uh, he actually sided duryodhan later on and he would have caused a lot of damage if he was skilled but he, if the skill is in the wrong hands that's a problem and therefore the quality of the person is very much scrutinized there has to be a council who are reliable <clears throat> even now even the present society we rely on the modern government i mean whatever the government may be whether it's crook or whether it's uh, right righteous or whatever we depend we are we are under their mercy to to a large extent and what policies they come up with and it affects our lives so we just hope that they conduct their duty on the principles of honesty and integrity but if they fail then there are going to be repercussions and all these things will happen so therefore it all it all boils down to sincerity since we have to be sincere about our whole things and leaders should be like that they have to be sincere about the purpose for their own lives and for the lives of everybody else as i say with with i nowadays the, i think in the movie I, when i was a kid i was saw the spiderman movie and in that there is this dialogue that with great power comes great responsibility i would say our vedic civilization is even more uh one step ahead actually is the other way around actually mm. the great power is given to the responsible person not with great power you are now suddenly expected to have a responsibility no if the person is by nature irresponsible even if he gets power that irresponsibility in nature will just be amplified so it is not that with great power comes great responsibility it does but it's not that overnight he's expected to have this great responsibility although he was a crook all the while he was given this now he is given this power he is expected to be very responsible it doesn't happen so it's not great with great power comes great responsibility but great power is awarded to the person with great responsibility that was the vedic system that is actually a much more perfect system because there is surety that this will not fail but again it also depends again on the conduct of the brahmanas the, the, the heads of the society so yeah again the answer to this is sincerity especially in the leadership next question um bhakta virendra what is the cause of untouchability in varnashram system again we already touched this that the brahmanas cre- treated the shudras or even the lesser people as untouchables should not touch even the shadow touches touches them they used to shout at them and ask them to get out and they used to take a bath that that was that means the brahmanas were no more brahmanas they rasc- they became rascals and that was the cause of this whole untouchability thing next question by virendra kumar gupta prabhu ji do you understand hindi i do i can speak to an extent <coughs> well how does that matter anyway <laughs> okay next question um naam during lecture by gargarish sabados um naam during lecture what's the qualifier 
I actually I'm very sorry I don't understand the question I honestly don't understand the question what's the qualifier nam during lecture I don't know I don't know what that means I'm so sorry um, next question by Bhaktin Pooja I want to learn everything about Krishna along with his age and reasons of whatever he did actual reasons can you recommend any book or anything yeah you can buy the Krishna book you know maybe maybe our uh, moderator maybe you can put a link for that book online prabhupadbooks.com and you can go to the krishna book and get that link if you want to read online otherwise you can buy a krishna book from the from a local temple nearby you or you can order it from uh, what is that krishnastore.com krishnastore.com you can order from there you can get it delivered whichever is convenient for you you can do that it's called the krishna krishna the supreme personality of god that is the title krishna the supreme personality of godhead you can get that book and you will have all the answers for this next uh, bhakti najanya i can't connect the varnashram system and path of spiritual progression to liberate soul if i think about varnashram system only brahmana quality having person can get liberation can you clarify well the shudras for example if they help the other three classes then next life they can get a vaishya or kshatriya or brahmana birth so they can climb up but if all are devotees remember that is varnashram system not all are devotees and not all brahmanas are devotees but we are talking about our krishna consciousness then everybody can be devotee also and even if is like if they want to like maybe take care of cows and agriculture even that is a vaishya, vaishya tendency But if he is a devotee and he is following everything nicely and purely, then he is also eligible. Even Krishna says what nine dot thirty two. The whole point is to be Krishna conscious wherever you are, whichever varna or ashram wherever. Whole point is to be Krishna conscious. He says nine thirty two. Mam hi parthavya pashritya yepisyo papayo neha striyo vaishyas tatha shudras tepiyante paramgatim. O son of Pritha, those who take shelter in me, though they be of lower birth, women, women, vaishyas, and shudras, can attain the supreme destination. So, if you are devotee, yes. But if they are not, then they will climb to the next higher. If they were shudras, maybe they will become vaishyas or, you know, kshatriyas, and then brahmanas, and then in the brahmanas, then again, bahunam janmanamante gyanavan mam prapadde vasudeva sarvamita. Then they become vaishnavas after many many years of brahmanas or many many lifetimes of brahmana lives. But if he directly takes to Krishna consciousness, even women, Vaishya, Sudras, even Chandala, others, they can also rise to the platform of Vaishnava. All right. Next question um, from Prema Bhakti Mataji. According to the logic of this verse, seven eleven thirty five, Karna should not have been rejected by Draupadi and others for being in a Sudra family. Well, the whole point is, um, she she did not want. Actually, she never liked Karna. so <clears throat> and he was um he was actually um as as he was actually kshatriya by quality but she did not want him <laughs> she did not like him because first of all she did not even like the kauravas at all their whole agenda was always non devotional and she wanted arjuna so whatever the excuse she gave and she rejected karna see so she gave that excuse but the thing is he was indeed akshatriya 
by quality and he showed his prowess so many times uh, even when with generosity and also with um, heroism he did but still she did not want him so she did not <laughs> she said like that and then um, next question by krishna smaranam prabhu did the king also misuse his power to put a dead snake around shringi muni father's neck while he was in meditation in the forest or was it a plan of the lord mm. so for those of you who do not know the story so why that shringi the 12 year old boy cursed parishit maharaj was because parishit maharaj was hunting um and he was very very thirsty at on one day while in the hunt and in the forest he saw this ashram and then he went there he was a shamikarishi father of shringi shamikarishi was meditating and he asked for some water and the shamikarishi did not even move because he was so absorbed in meditation that he did not even notice he did not even notice parishit maharaj's presence there and then he was very and parishit maharaj got a little bit upset that you know what is this you know i'm a king and i've come here and you're not even can't even offer some water i'm so thirsty here so then he just got a little bit upset and then he you are as good as this dead snake that is the, he found a dead snake on the in the ashram there and you are as good as this dead snake then he put, took the snake and put on the neck of the this muni now and then he went away he did not do anything else so it was a kind of a slight offense but is very insignificant and and um, he did not harm him in any, in any way just that he was a little upset overtaken by thirst that too according to the plan of the lord because ultimately whatever happens with your devotees like parishit maharaj is definitely by the plan of the lord if that did not happen bhagavatam wouldn't be here for us to read so in a way shringi's curse actually brought about the bhagavatam that we can read and the religious principles can actually be intact in this kaliyuga due to that curse you know you can say like that but at the same time the behavior was not proper of course because the vaishnavas for them any situation will become auspicious because they take it that way as a mercy of the lord so even if it is wrong on the other person's part he will take it as blessing and but at the same time that person who did that wrong to the vaishnava that is not excusable inexcusable so that was the beginning of the downfall of the brahmanas but uh, yeah it was a plan of the lord definitely because by that that boy cursed him and then he also could have contracted again he could have he is much more powerful than that boy he is a vaishnava and mind you even when he was in the womb of his mother without him even asking the lord protected him from ashwatthama's brahmastra so why wouldn't why wouldn't the lord protect him again if he asks even without his asking the lord protected him why would he not protect him if he asked but a vaishnava by nature he will not ask the lord for personal benefits so he did not ask and he took it as a blessing he went to the ganga and heard the bhagavatam and got liberated and he gave us the path of liberation through shukadev goswami's mouth and the scripture that is written by vyasadev and shown to us by shri prabhupad all that <laughs> okay next that was the plan of the lord next question uh, by gargili sabados in so i'm sorry full question what qualifies for chanting during lecture i feel so bad that i can't answer your questions usually because i don't understand i i know you're from hungary and you're not used to english what qualifies for chanting during lecture 
nothing you can just chant you can just chant you can just try to learn the correct pronunciation we have done a course on that shloka learning course um seven videos series maybe some of you one of you can put the link to that series that playlist on youtube and facebook and you can learn the you know how to chant these mantras no the qualification needed you know as long as we want to become krishna conscious devotees that is fine next uh question by bhaktin ajanya is the reading and writing skills and understanding the scriptures were only for man who have brahmanical qualities are not allowed to women and other caste kshatriya vaishya shudra no let's see let's see shrimad bhagavatam canto 1 chapter 4 the woman also must be aware of religious principles okay here 1425 of bhagavatam stree shudra dvij bandhunam trayina shruti gochara karma shreya simudhanam shreya evam bhavedeha iti bharat bharatam akhyanam kripaya muninakritam out of compassion the great sage thought it wise that this would enable men to achieve the ultimate goal of life thus he compiled the great historical narration called the mahabharat for women laborers and friends of the twice born so actually the mahabharata is meant for less intelligent section of the society and bhagavad gita is part of that so bhagavad gita is actually meant for the lower section of the society to understand the highest truths even by the lowest section of the society but today so called men so called philosophical men gyanis big big yogis sanskrit scholars they are unable to understand bhagavad gita which even which is meant for women and even children and even you know friends of the twice born and shudras everybody so actually mahabharat bhagavad gita all these shlokas are supposed to be for for women also why not and anyway we have seen like prabhupad he gave it freely to men and women so anybody is any anybody can learn why not everybody is allowed everybody is allowed to learn so that's why we don't have any bar man and woman everybody is allowed to read this and understand all right i think that's the end of the question and answer session i hope that was a little helpful we will continue this topic tomorrow thank you we'll continue this tomorrow right thank you very much hari krishna श्री प्रभुपाद की जय भगवद गीता की जय अनंत कोटी वैष्णव वृंद की जय निताय गौर प्रेमानंदे हरि हरि बोल हरे कृष्ण अगेन वन मोर वर्स सॉरी एक्चुअली यस्टरडे इज क्लास ऑन डेमी गॉड वर्शिप वन लास्ट वर्स एक्चुअली आफ्टर द क्लास दिस इज वाई सुंदोगोपाल प्रभु नेवर ही ऑलवेज कंटिन्यूज टू सरप्राइज मी ही शोड मी वर्स about demigod worship i actually wanted to share this in, in the beginning of the class but anyway the class started off so i'll just show you this verse before we close it's a very interesting verse and here it is here it is one second um shrimad bhagavatam canto 6 it is very strong verse by the way very very strong strong language but mentioned in the bhagavatam you see this vishayatrishon narapashavo 
य उपासते विभूतिर्न परम ताम तेषाम आशीष ईशा तदनु विनश्यति यथा राजकुलम ओ लॉर्ड ओ सुप्रीम अनइंटेलिजेंट पर्सन्स हु इज दिस वन या अनइंटेलिजेंट पर्सन्स हु थर्स्ट फॉर सेंस एन्जॉयमेंट एंड हु वर्शिप वेरियस डेमिगॉड्स आर नो बेटर देन एनिमल्स इन द ह्यूमन फॉर्म ऑफ लाइफ because of their animalistic propensities they fail to worship your lordship and instead they worship the insignificant demigods who are but small sparks of your glory with the destruction of the entire universe including the demigods the benedictions received from the demigods also vanish just like the nobility when a king is no longer in power why they are no better than animals worship demigod worshipers because demigod worship will give you material benedictions and that means what सोफिस्टिकेटेड ईटिंग स्लीपिंग मेटिंग डिफेंडिंग आहार निद्र भय मैथुनम सामान्यमेतुरा शब्द ब्रह्मणि दुष्पारे चरंत उरुविस्तरे मंत्रलिंगैर्व्यवच्छिन्नम भजन्तो न विदुह परम डिस्पाइट द कल्टीवेशन ऑफ वैदिक नॉलेज व्हिच इज अनलिमिटेड एंड द वर्शिप ऑफ डिफरेंट डेमिगॉड्स बाय द सिम्टम्स ऑफ वैदिक मंत्रस डेमिगॉड वर्शिप डज नॉट हेल्प वन टू अंडरस्टैंड द सुप्रीम पावरफुल पर्सनालिटी ऑफ गॉडहेड डेमिगॉड वर्शिप डज नॉट हेल्प वन टू अंडरस्टैंड द सुप्रीम पर्सन पावरफुल पर्सनालिटी ऑफ गॉड दिस इज व्हाई डिवोटी शुड नॉट एंगेज इन डेमिगॉड वर्शिप ऑलराइट दैट वाज व्हाट आई वांटेड टू शो थैंक यू वेरी मच भगवद गीता की जय श्री प्रभुपाद की जय अनंत कोटि वैष्णव वृंद की जय निताय गौर प्रेमानंदे हरि हरि बोल हरे कृष्णा ओ नो देर वॉज सम क्वेश्चन नेवर माइंड वाई नो फादर आई डोंट अंडरस्टैंड आई डोंट अंडरस्टैंड क्वेश्चन वेट वेट इज सर एनी क्वेश्चन हियर या नो नो ऑल राइट सो थैंक यू वेरी मच We'll see you tomorrow. Hare Krishna.